Greetings and welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons. Time to play D&D with your old pals Scott, Bo, John, Kristen, and Kyle. Uh, that's right. We're gonna we're, we're we're getting close to the end, everybody. There's some some hairy stuff in our way still, but uh, you know, if you started with us way back in 2017, was it? Oh my gosh, is that right? Holy shite. 2017 or 2018, something like that. Something like that. Uh, then you... It's been a long road. <laughs> Getting from something else. Anyway, so we're here. We're doing it. We're making it happen. Uh, if you want to make it happen with a with a little more energy in your life, try some tea over at phoenixpearltea.com, where if you go to slash TWBD on that website, you'll find a bunch of teas that are based on our characters and our uh, adventures here on TWBD. So go check it out. That's phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD. And let's throw it over to Kristen, who will catch us up now on what happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, the Tarask tore toward the menacing mountains. An explosion of boundless blowies buried the beast, but failed to hurt the horror. As it struggled to best the boulders delaying its dive at the principal, Nash readied his banishment, only to be met with pushback from the principal. Now knowing he was still a bad guy, Varel vaulted at the principal while Stanley snubbed the Tarask, turning it into a snail, then up into a damaging dome with Hope and Nash to delay until the banishment of the beast was complete. Varel, filled with frightful fury, purged the principal, freeing his soul. From the moon, more principals launched and landed, ready to wreak havoc on the time necessary to negate the wishing away of the world breaker. <laughs> now rejoin our heroes and their forces as the battle rages for the fate of the wide and weird world of the race. Bo, the bow is in your the bow the ball is in your hands. The bow is in my bow. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> all right. Welcome back, everyone. It was been a bit of a break. Uh, we're going to probably have to spend some time reorienting where we were. When we last left off, the principal, in a singular form, uh, did assault the team who had both used Prismatic Wall and Banished uh, to... Um, what are we laughing about? Uh, we're both. Okay. Sorry. Both. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We Kid got talk. a translation okay, for what the baby said in the background. It was funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go. We're uh, keep your D and D down there adults. Um, so <laughs> the, uh, <clears throat> the principal in his singular form was bested uh, with the final blow of Varel taking him in a grapple and pushing him through the prismatic wall until he melted. Uh, so the first thing that we have to uh, make sure we're reminded of is that Vorel, uh, you are now covered in chrome that is melted and hardened to your scale, which confirms confers a plus two to your armor class. So wow, you know, handy. Yeah, you are now you are now have chrome like splash hardened on the front of you. Does it hurt? Your eye is still visible though. Is it hurt? Your eye is able to to burst through like it it lifted it up. Your eye is fully functional. Is it painful um, for him? Do we know? Hurt? Oh, certainly, but okay. um, it's hot and heat is not, uh, you know, he has resistance to heat. He's sure. not, uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, it's a magical chrome, bear in mind. Uh, the um, so the prismatic wall is fully erect. Oh, yeah, for yeah. lack of a better word. Uh -huh. Um, the, the duration on it, uh, it was 10 minutes, so as long as you maintain concentration, it's still all seven walls are up. Nash, you are maintaining concentration on the banishment spell, which we acknowledge that if you're able to survive the next six rounds, the Tarasky Banished will permanently be removed from this world back to its plane of existence. Nice. Um, okay, Varel, your rage is at two rounds. 
Uh, everyone Correct. should be. Uh, so we should be on the, the roll 20 map. Everyone should be within the um, inside the circle. Also, not that it's the most Except important thing because he's banished, but I'm also maintaining concentration on a polymorph. Right, the prismatic. Yeah, sorry, the prismatic wall does not require concentration. It just lasts right. ten minutes. Yeah, it's the polymorph. Sorry, okay, I missed that on my notes here. Thank you. And what is the? It's like an hour, right? That has a long duration. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let me see. We here. don't have to count that down necessarily for what we're doing here. Yeah, I think it'll. I think it'll roughly be at least the same. Where is it? There it is. Uh, duration. Yeah, up to an hour. So. Yes, what I thought. Okay, so everything else least... will be long gone before that. Perfect. All right. Um, excellent. So now we can begin. I think we have everything we need. Uh, when we last left off, the moon had several explosions. As as the principal fell immediately, the moon began like these twelve clouds of dust begin emerging and careening across the sky, burning up in the atmosphere. Are these. Uh, objects leaving these gray gray streaks of smoke as they zero in on your location uh, they are about uh, they're going to hit at different times two of them land and as this occurs uh, the party who still might have ear the battle earpieces in um, you hear a voice from of Admiral Chrysoria saying Selele Selele, come in. Are you there? I don't think I have an earpiece anymore. There's nobody. Oh wait, no, I got Varel's. He gave me Varel gave me mine or right. his. Uh, yeah. Yes. What is it? We've marked several projectiles in the atmosphere heading in your direction. I'm fairly sure it's going to be reinforcements from the principal. He unsurprisingly has betrayed us. Might I suggest I take a party of our fiercest warriors and we head to the moon and disable whatever's going on there? I think that would be a good idea. We certainly don't need any more coming down. So the principal's finally revealed his true nature, has he? He has. We're sending you help. It'll be there shortly. And with that, the, the, the stone, like the... the what as they get closer appears to be rockets the same sort of rockets were the replacement for the principal happened the first time um so you recognize them immediately as these these chrome uh rocket ships they just land into the dirt but they burnt up in the atmosphere so pieces are flying off them there's no door and basically what lands is a husk of a chrome man as it hits the ground to the south uh in this round it'll be three of them and I will display them on the map for you. I'm going to need initiative rolls from everyone as we begin a new uh, leg of combat, let's say. Fresh initiative. Ooh. Fresh initiative from y'all, y'all. A natural 20 for a 28. Ugh. Hold on. Shit. <laughs> oh, well. 22. Yeah. My preferences are effed. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to change this back. There's this setting. It's a long story. Hardware acceleration. Okay, relaunch. All right, Nash got a seven. Did I? 19. Did I get a seven? I didn't see no, the I'm, result. I'm just joking. Oh, I'm just joking. Okay. Because it could have shown the result, I guess. All right, let me try it again. Here we go. Oh, I'll take that. A 15 for once. Something decent. All right, sweet. Awesome. 
Hey, we saved the best for last. Don't let it get you down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, I guess. All I right, guess. Sure. Sure. Whatever. Sure thing, man. Okay, perfect. So um, the the principle, the, the three uh, copies, chrome copies of the principle, both uh, immediately spring up onto their feet in the locations that you can see them upon the map. And they immediately turn the, facing the prismatic wall. And uh, they're going to speak before combat begins. Oh, shit. Uh, let's see here. Nash, my son. This is not the way. We must defeat this creature here on this planet, or I will not be able to save us. What's Release the, him now. What's the difference if he's banished and disappears and is defeated that way? What, what does it matter? Gone either way. I require its power. Well, you, I could, we could send you there where he is. Oh, I don't have gate. Never mind. I can't do that. If I had gate, I could do that. Thank goodness you don't. Thank <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We, look, I, I don't know what your ultimate purpose is because you're super vague about it all the damn time, but the, the, the out of here is better. I require its power. And anyone standing my, in my way will perish. Nash, keep him talking. We just need like a minute. Okay. Uh, tell him about his grandkids again. He seemed to like that. Yeah, tell him their names. Do you have any photos you can show him? Uh... No, because photographs aren't a thing now. Uh, <laughs> hey, your grandkids are your your grandkids he owns are really cool. A copy cool. of Fury Road in his pocket, <laughs> I think. But yeah, sure. Photos are just a, a bridge too far, Stanley. I don't think I've taken any pictures of those kids. Is the problem? Um, I'd be like, look, uh, your grandkids. Uh, you know, they wouldn't like this side of you. I, I guess all three of you. Uh, this is all very confusing. If you want to have any, you want to have a life with them, you need to. Maybe dial it back a little bit and worry less about power and more about, you know, familial uh, obligations. All right. So we're going to need to do a check to see if your uh, attempt to distract him and buy time works. All right. So let us make a uh, it's a persuasion roll. I would love to make a persuasion against roll. his insight. Excellent. Is Here. my encouraging him giving him advantage at all? Uh, you can. Well, I mean, you've encouraged him, but you haven't substantially helped in any way. Okay. Yeah, you basically idea. just said, distract him while we do a thing. Which you can give really him bardic inspiration if you wish. I don't know if that... Oh, no. Well, that's not... Sorry, that's the way it works in 6th edition. Never mind. Plus, we're in turn order now, so I don't know if he can. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. Uh, I'm going to roll a persuasion. I have a pretty good thing on that. Oh, my God. Uh, it's Dang a natural it, one. It's a natural one for an eleven, there, Bo. Well, I rolled a natural one as well. <laughs> what? Oh uh, no! Like father, like son. Yeah, wow! No yeah, the, the genes the are really the, showing. The critical up. fails don't really count. So you got eleven with your uh, modifier. I will. You rolled a one. I did. Um, my modifier. Oh, so you have 10. high charisma, right? Right. Yeah, like, I do. Yeah, that's that weird sort of tension where where sorcerers are high force of. I could use character. my inspiration. I've been holding that for months. Um, all right, well, let me get the calculation on mine here. Nash is uh, definitely compelling. 
No, your your charisma outweighs uh, that of the principles, and you succeed in this challenge. <laughs> oh my god! With, with both having rolled ones. Awesome. Um, yes. Yeah, so he stop. He stops for a moment and says, "Wait, I forget what you said." <laughs> um, <laughs> I just cheesed you about your grandkids, and you need to right, spend right, time right. with them and all that. Yeah. I did not think that I would ever have progeny. And to think when I created you, that you would be capable of producing your own was a outcome I did not expect. I will admit, my son, that you have posed the greatest challenge of any being in my way that I have ever met. But if I do not attain this power, I will die. Yeah, but you'll die a hero and uh, your grandkids can live with that. You've had your time. They'd love to know that old grandpa was, was you know, in the end did the right thing. They're not going to like it if you're like, I got to be full Hitler and get all the power. They don't want that. There remains so much in the universe to be fixed my knowledge my wisdom will be gone what will you do when i've moved on you carry on our conquest throughout the stars well see the thing is i don't think any of us are into this whole conquest idea except maybe varel but that's that's more just you know everything he sees everything as a conquest you give him a, a plate of food and he'll see it as a conquest so it's not really the same, but you know, maybe write down some shit or whatever so we can carry it on if it's important or not. But you know, you don't have to, you don't have to run everything or, or conquest the skies or the stars or whatever you said. The gods will have their way with your children, and they will make a mockery of your life. I am all you have, Nash. Does Nash believe him? The answer is no. If I'm if I'm answering that, I don't think Nash believes him. I think he's a lot of hot air, is what he thinks. I don't think it's as serious as he says. I think this is all just a ploy to have more power and carry it forward and not actually... He doesn't have anyone else in mind. He doesn't saving anybody. He wants to just have the power. Well, then, uh, what do you want to say to him when it comes to all that? What's, I would say, what's... because that's how Nash sees it, Nash would say... Um, well, it would be along the same lines. I'm not going to call him out because I'm not trying to piss him off. I'd just be like, you know, look, you, 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 how would, how would you rather have history remember you as a, as the great conquester that took over everybody's stuff and made them get in line, which no one ever, no one ever smiles on that on history books. You're, that's always the worst. Or do you want to be, someone who finally sacrificed the ultimate power in favor of letting his his son and his children son's children have choices in this world and actually make way for themselves and not you know have a grandfather who's horrible wouldn't you prefer that all right that's that's our second persuasion check let's right. go i'm gonna roll it <laughs> uh that'd be a two for twelve Oh my god! Gosh, really? Dang it! Yes. 
All right. As you do that, more. Uh, as you do that, you feel the the wheels spinning off of your argumentation with him as he responds with the following. No, that is a myth told by the gods to mortals like you to make it more palatable to surrender your lives. I know I have dined and negotiated with them. The only thing they know is fear. They must fear us. They must be destroyed. And you, even you, my son, will not stand in my way. Hmm. I would say agree to disagree. Because <laughs> at this point, I'm really just trying to give the distraction. No, you're trying time. to buy time, yeah. so you will have burned around. His action for the turn is used. Your action for the turn is used. Um, so we're going to start right into the first round. Stanley, Varel, uh, Hope, do you guys want to make use of your actions uh, starting with Stanley? Uh, so this would be during his speaking. Nobody's yes. attacking Na- yet. This Nash be... and Nash and the print the three principals that have landed are, are you know they're standing still out there. They're discussing. Nash burned a turn with his buying time business. Okay, in that case, I, I mean, in, on the off chance he keeps this up and he clearly needs it, Stanley's gonna go. Nash, you're doing good. Just keep appealing to his better nature. He's clearly at conflict with himself. I know you're not one for words, but deep down in there, you do have a heart. We know. We went through a whole ordeal to get you it. You can do this and give him inspiration. So that's a D12 for the next 10 minutes you can add to one of your shitty rolls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. I'll take that. Okay. You have, you have bardic inspiration. Awesome. That'll, that'll be my turn. I don't want to necessarily start a fight while the stalling is going on. All right. Uh, Varel, you're up next. Over the course of the round, my rage would have subsided as mm-hmm. I haven't attacked anything. And I would stare confused the many principles around me for my turn. And the, okay. There's one that died, right? Like, did it melt or? Yeah, where, you, where mel- you you pushed it through the prismatic wall and melted it into liquid. It's so it it's not marked on the map anymore because I removed it to avoid confusion. But basically, it's between you and Hope on the map. There, it's the pool of it's just a pool of chrome on the ground. Okay, and there are three active ones. There are three active ones currently on the map with more incoming from the atmosphere about to crash in. Okay. I would spend my turn going, oh, looking at one, oh, looking at the other, oh, looking at the third one. All nice. in battle poses. <laughs> All right. Hope, uh, anything you'd like to do for your turn? Uh, Hope would go up to Varel and start trying to get that chrome off of him. Just in case it tries to possess him or something. She has no idea. Varel is outside the prismatic wall. Are you moving outside the protections of the prismatic wall? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Then move your character. And uh, it is fastened in part of his form, so you're going to need to make a strength check to try and tear some of that off. An 11. 
Uh, you try with all of your might to pull it off, but it's part of him. His skin almost lifts from his muscle as you attempt to pull it off. It's going to take quite a bit of strength to pry that out. Okay, uh, in that case, she'll head back to the through the prismatic wall and get her surfboard ready. All right, surfboard is re are you going to get on top of it or just just have it in hand? She'll be on it, um, and then with the principal, the three of them, they came in ships, correct? Yeah, but the ships burned up in the atmosphere, so there's no ships lying. Like, it's all melted. Cool. And then the previous principal's body never flew, right? Or no, it did. It was no, on a surfboard. It was, he was on a surfboard for the most yeah. part. You didn't, yeah, because when him and Kyle were fighting, he fell straight to the ground like a rock. All right, cool. Uh, Hope will kind of nudge Stanley and hint at the surfboard and then point up just, you know... And then say something like, if it gets bad. Implying that she'll grab Nash and they'll just go up. Uh, to do a big, oh, getaway. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Okay, perfect. Um, that is the turn. Uh, we now start the new round. Uh, and so we're going to go in turn orders. Uh, so the uh, Nash has faltered in his speech with them. And the, you see, you can tell that the bodies are starting to move, but you can act before they begin their movement. Because you're first in the turn order. Who is me? Yeah. Okay, so I get the sense they're not buying it anymore. No, with that second rule having been a failure, um, the principal's bodies are, or the, the three bodies are now moving towards the, the prismatic wall. Like Terminator style. Like they're, they're starting to walk. All right. I would like to. Uh, let's just keep it simple for the start. I'm just going to fire uh, four beams of Eldritch Blast at whichever one is the nearest. Okay. So let's see. That would probably be. Over the bottom They're all you. pretty fairly equidistant. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll go top right uh, from me. This one up here. Okay, gotcha. And uh, yeah, fire at him. So do it. So that's four attacks. For, first one is twenty to hit. Uh, yep, yeah, hit. Second one's a 29 to hit. It's a hit. Third one's a 27 to hit. Mm-hmm. And fourth one is a natural 20. Okay. But you got one crit in there as well. All okay, of them are I'll hits. Roll, yep. I'll roll the crit first because D&D Beyond will do the math for me. Uh, so that one is going to be 15 points of force damage. Mm-hmm. Then 11 oh. points of force damage. 12 points of force damage and 8 points of force damage. Okay, just to make sure we're clear about how this is working, one of the prismatic wall layers does prevent the traversal of magic. So it you are does shooting... not, actually. I read oh. into it after... Oh, good. Were we wrong about that? I remember that from last time. It... Why... So if that layer gets dispelled, then spells can be fired by anybody in mm -hmm. and out. Yeah. But I can designate people that I want to pass through and be able to act through the wall as well as magic. 
Okay. Which would which include the entire Which layer is that party. again, sorry? Indigo? Uh, it's one of the later ones. Um, oh, with, while this layer in place, spells can't be cast through the wall. Yeah. So indigo, the indigo layer. So that, Sorry, so you're saying you can shoot through them? Yeah, it's up near the top. It basically says, uh, where is it? It's such a long spell. Yeah. If you position the walls to pass through a space occupied creature, the spell failed. No, okay. You and creatures designate the time you cast. The spell can pass through them and remain near the wall without harm. That's it. That's the one. Yeah, so they can pass through it physically, but the spell still can't traverse the lair. So they'd have to pat. They'd have to like you know duck out of the wall to shoot the spell outside. Hold on, wait a minute. I, I don't Where, think the spell discriminates. Which paragraph is in? Is it in? So if you go to the indigo layer, while the layer is in place, spells can't be cast through the wall. And so if you look at your text about friendlies, uh, you and creatures you designate at the time you cast a spell can pass through and remain near the wall without harm. So that's creatures can pass through without harm. Oh, that's really weird. There must have been a change to it because... I pulled up the spell description. I think it was on roll 20 is where I was looking at it. And it says it works. So I think oh, maybe, maybe I something know. got changed. And I saw a old thing. Uh, anyway, either way, that's fine. We'll just say I stepped out. I fired. I stepped back in. Yeah, yeah, this is fine. But I just note that if they're within grabbing range, they might be able to grab your hands if you did that. Like they're Okay. Yeah, that might come up as a consequence. But for now, it's fine. I'm just making sure we're all clear, or at least agree on how things work. Yeah, that's Okay, wild. so that's a total of 11, 12, blah, blah, blah. Uh, 12, 8, and then 15. So 46 points of force damage total. Yeah. Okay, so uh, your Eldritch Blast creaks out. And then begin like, shears off pieces of chrome as it hits the ground, cracking, it, uh, cracking the... Uh, one of the principal's bodies in places it doesn't react with any pain or with any reaction at all like almost like shooting something at a statue anything okay. else you'd like to do with your turn uh nope i'll move right back where i was essentially okay perfect that brings us to varel oh cool. they're all terminator walking towards <clears throat> the sphere that's right okay they're just about to start doing that the, uh, their turn will be after yours do they have any hands up at the moment? Not yet. They're just okay. starting to move. They were held in place by for one round by Nash. So we're now down to five rounds remaining until the World Breaker is banished forever. All right. Friends, are there any is there anyone inside like channeling anything or doing anything magical business? They're not doing anything magically active, but both your companions are concentrating on their on banishment and on polymorph. Okay, cool. I will enter the sphere then, as I am without rage and sensible at the moment. <laughs> and I will grab both the magic user's heads and kind of push them down. So they're sort of down, and I'm kind of hunkling, <laughs> you know, curdling over them. Oh, okay. So you make them drop to their knees? Yes. 
and like or, or squat or you know however they accept the, the right. hand push okay but i want them low you're protecting them with your body so you're making yes. them low yes uh does anyone fight back against this <laughs> against no. real man manhandling you <laughs> i'd be fine with it i think we've been traveling with him for a while yeah i'd know his intent sort of behavior yeah. okay <laughs> very well uh, then uh, you are now both uh, crouched on the ground. Um, okay, anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Um, otherwise, uh, that'd probably be my action, but ideally my reaction, should something break, would be to catch bullets, uh, engage protection, that sort gotcha. of thing. So gotcha. I have my uh, I have my Grosjil eyeball. You have that a trait that allows attacks. you to magnet the uh, right yeah, range attacks. Yeah, exactly. Okay, perfect. Um, with that, as you get into place inside the prismatic wall, uh, three more uh, of these uh, projectiles from the sky hit the ground. Kapush, kapush, kapush. The rockets peel off and break, and it's just the man inside left on fire and hurtling to the ground. As three more copies of the principal's chrome bodies hits the ground, I will put, I will add them to the token layer here in the game. Three more emerge, and you're now facing six of them. Uh, your first, uh, your first lair. The principals begin walking forward, and their eyes light up as they appear to be doing something with their eyes, learning something about what they're looking at, engaging in an analysis of your defenses, and with that, all at the same time. All six principles raise up their hands. Uh, I just need a minute to remember what I'm doing here. All six? Oh, there's six now? All six of them? Yes. There's six of them now. Three more have crashed onto the oh, ground. That's right. You're now that. surrounded by th six. Got it. Um, they all begin casting a Ray of Frost uh, at the lair uh, in front of them. <laughs> so in a circle, six of them are like... And they're going to deal, uh, targeting the lair, you know, with six of them casting Ray of Frost. Uh, Sorry, it's three of them, because three of them landed, so it's three Rays of Frost, not six. Um, I'm just going to cast uh, the damage. Oh, so ranged spell attack. Is there a DC for hitting the wall? I don't think it's marked um, on the... Uh, I don't uh, think it has one, no. It probably just has the same as, like, you know, like an AC of 10 as standard walls might go. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure if they hit, yeah, he hits with all three of them. Uh, it's cast at a fairly high level, so let me get the appropriate dice for this. Okay, eight, ten. It's 15, 16, 17, 18. Give one more d8. Oh, there it is. Perfect. 18, okay, so there's a total of 49 points of cold damage that hits the red layer of the prismatic wall. And then it it, uh, it dissipates with a as the as the um, the red layer gets eaten up by the cold. 
And um, let me see here. Uh, the principal will, of course, say something on his turn. <laughs> yeah, how can he not, that guy? Give up, heroes of the wastes. I will have what belongs to me, and I will fulfill my own destiny. Okay, and um, now that means we are now, it's Hope's turn. And you see that the Alaire has popped off. Hope a look at Stanley. Hey, you have any more tricks up your sleeve, or is this going to get pretty dicey here? <laughs> I have a few ideas, but uh, I'd rather not use them unless I absolutely have to. All right, hope will not, and she'll take her board and she'll start kind of nervously circling around the, the, the prismatic wall there. Okay. around it. Okay. It is it is a bit of a time game as you see they're removing the layers. Will they be able to remove the layers fast enough to get to you? Hmm. All right. Uh, next uh, on the turn list is Nash. Nash, you are now kneeling next to Varel. Yeah. I'm almost picturing this kind of like a fantasy cover, you know, where the, the, the masculine hero is like standing up and the woman's like Holding the, leg. the leg kind of thing, but it's not, it's Nash and Stanley. It's not <laughs> holding some dumb looking sci-fi pistol. Yeah. 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 Well, they never use the entire campaign, but it's, it's there it, in the art. Yeah. It's a froggy. Mistake. It's like a fr uh, Frank Frazetta. Or, uh, what's the guy's the other guy's name? He did the, he used to do only fantasy covers, but he did the cover of vacation, the original vacation. It's exactly that. It's like Chevy chase. Oh, that's awesome. Holding yeah. a broom or something. And his wife's down correct around his leg, like a, little yeah. hot sexy princess lady anyway um yeah i'm fine being in that position that's no problem uh i would i have a question tabletop question just because i don't remember didn't didn't acid have a bad effect on uh chrome earlier i can i can remind you of that because you know yes it happened last time we played but in game time it happened you know not five minutes ago yeah uh, it did additional damage to him he was okay. susceptible to acid damage all right. Um, I'm going to make an attempt to do... A, are we about 60 feet out from someone here? Let's see. Um, yeah, I can totally hit him, him. Nope, he's 70. He's 65. 55 and 65. I'll do... I'll hit 55. This guy's the guy I was hitting. Just That's who you were FYI. hitting? That's so I think I'm too far. Damage. No, I'm... You know what? He's exactly 60. The edge of him there. But you do have to move out to cast spells. Oh, shit. Yeah, duh. We just talked about that. I mean, you can move out and back in. Right now is the time to do it. But you have to... Spells can't pass through the indigo layer. Right. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm jumping out. I'm moving out. I'm going to sit right there. I'm going to fire mm -hmm. off... Um... Acid splash, keeping this simple for now. Uh, and attempt to hit him. So okay. here you gotta do a Dex 18 saving throw. Right, what's the range on your acid splash? Six sixty feet. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Uh what's the sorry, seventeen or eighteen? Eighteen. Uh it is a fail. Sweet. Uh here we come with some some acid damage against that chrome. Fourteen points of acid damage. All right, double to 28. 
All right, so you let a, you let a splash of acid, and it melts. It turns the front of his uh, carapace, uh, his chrome carapace, into a, a waterfall of chrome as it drips before him, making his face look all melty like a sad clown. Okay, sorry. We said 44, right? Yeah. No, 14. 24, 24. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I got the damage noted. Uh, Do I... Okay, it does... I have have movement left. Can I slink back or am I not allowed? Yes, you can slink back for sure. Back next to Burrell holding his leg again. (laughs) I just hopped out and went... And then hopped back (laughs) in. You jumped. You assumed the position once again. Okay, uh... That's perfect. Anything else you want to do for your turn? I think that is it for now. All right, uh, Stanley, you are up. All right, so he got acid splash. New round, by the way. Four rounds remaining. Okay. Uh, Let's... I mean, it seems a little silly, but let's let's keep working on the one. Um, While Nash and... Nash is near Stanley. I will say to him, Nash, if it comes to it, you know the time is right. Get on the board with hope and get out of here as fast as you can. And then... Okay. Stanley will move out of the dome and do four more Eldritch Blasts at uh, the same one that's been getting targeted. Just keep burning him. So that's a 20 to hit, a 21 to hit, a 26 to hit, Jeez. and a 30 to hit. It, yeah, so those are all hits, I believe. Right. Uh, so that is... 31 points of damage altogether. 31 points of damage altogether. Uh, I think that's right. Hold on. Did I do that math right? Now I gotta look at the log because now I'm missing one. Yes. Okay, perfect. So on the same target once again? Yep. Okay, 31. So. <clears throat> Alright, I just need to do a quick check on some of my data. <clears throat> right, so you cast the Eldritch Blast. <clears throat> as it as it shoots out again, knocking off more of the principal's body as more parts of that one particular being falls to the ground. <clears throat> it is now like you know, um now most of the front is either melted or chunked off. And most of his face is off as it begins to stagger a little bit in its walk towards the circle. All right, Stanley will move back to where he was, and that'll be the turn. Okay. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Okay, Uh, Varel, you're up. So they are walking towards the circle still? Yes, I didn't move them last round, but they're likely to move this next upcoming round. Okay, are any in range like melee range or close no no they're all about okay. 60 feet out still all right so they're stylishly walking while lasering and such yeah exactly all like three of them three of them cast ray of frost three of them are getting up from where the ship crashed okay 
or well, they don't not a ship, but they landed in the crater of sand and they're getting up. All right. Table talk wise, we have the orange layer next, correct? Red layers next. Strong wind. And that's the one that's stopping the magical castings. Uh, no, the no. indigo layer uh, is the one that prevents magic passing through. Oh, that's stops the sixth all one. spells. Okay, stops yeah. ranged magic weapons. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to... Oh, well... All right, I'm going to look at my companions. I'm going to thrust out a hand down to Nash and Stanley, down to my feet, towards Hope, and just say, someone give me something weird looking. <laughs> Stanley will look at Nash, because, like, let's be honest. I got a dildo thing. <laughs> Perfect. Should I pull that out? The dildo umbrella? Yeah. Umbrella dong? Umbrella dong. That's weird. And I keep it in my pocket. My nature's pocket. All right. <laughs> so I take it. <laughs> what properties does it possess? Um... Well, it reeks because it's been in my pocket. Uh, secondly, um, boy, have we ever really described it? I don't remember describing it very much. Uh, it just has a button on it, and then an umbrella shoots out. Okay, so it's, it's like a phallic wiener on one end, purple, uh, with little... Um, it's rotted. It's been sitting in a sewer under a sigil for God knows how long. Yeah, it's old and gross. And then, um, yeah, it comes out into this big... Ele- uh, 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 I can't. I said elephant. Why can't I say the thing? Umbrella. Umbrella. What umbrella. the frick? <laughs> eh, 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 under my umbrella. My brain replaced the words for a second. Um, and then the the pattern of the thing is purple like the dong, but big giant white polka dots. They're not bright white because they're dirty, but they're big big polka dots on top of that thing. So it's nice uh, and distracting. Scott decorated. <laughs> yeah, on the fly. Yeah. I mean, I've known this right. for months. Nash is the one doing the focusing on the banishing? Yeah. Yep. All right, I will take the object from him. You said there's a button on it? Yep. Cool. Having no mind for its phallic nature, I will grab it. I will hold my finger above the button, and I will say, concentrate, Nash. I will return. And I jump out of the portal, or the... uh the physical bubble, and I will thrust it in the air like a Power Ranger. And I will say, I possess the button to destroy the moon and take off running. (laughs) 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 All right, let's get a persuasion roll, please. All right. This is is a high DC. The credibility on this one is very sus, uh, but... um, it's not impo- not impossible, but off into the desert. Yep. we'll need a high deception. Do it. He has deception ins- you have inspiration, right? I think I gave it to you. Uh, yes, I have a. How much can I add? I think D twelve. D twelve. All right, let's do it. Six total. <laughs> is that with the inspiration? Yep, sure is. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you raise up the umbrella dong, threaten the button. And begin, can you move your character in the direction you run off? Yes, I will run my full double dashing 80. Perfect. Okay. You begin running off. All right, anything else you'd like to do with your turn? (laughs) It has no visible effect thus far. 
Nope. That's it. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. It's neat. Um, who's next? Okay. So now, uh, as you run off, more uh, rocket or more rockets burn up in the atmosphere, and the metal mans hit the ground. They land on their feet, but in like balled up form, and then just sort of move up and like activate. Um, and they begin. They turn their attention. I will now display them. I will display them on the map shortly. I'm actually going to start with the other uh, existing principles turns. So they begin to slowly move towards the center of the circle. I'm going to move them now. <laughs> oh, he got bigger. Oh, no. That one got fat as he, as he moved. He's called the wide load principle. Hold on, another one. Actually, this this stresses me out. Didn't expect it to. It's just a dumb map, but these moving in like this is freaking me out. Yeah. Uh, they're covering 30 feet with their movement. Okay, so we've moved some of them in closer. I'm going to draw three more onto the map as well. Okay, so just a heads up for any that have moved within 20 feet, which I believe is this one, this one, maybe this one. Um, yep. They, effect, right? they, yeah, they have to do a saving throw or they become blound. If another creature that can see the wall moves to within 20 feet, the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or become blound. What the hell's blound? <laughs> that is a trademark blind. Kyle Ferguson uh, <laughs> expression from Heroes of the Storm. Past tense of blind. Past yeah. tense of blind, which is normally blinded. He's called it blind, and it's stuck with us forever. Yeah, that's great. Oh, it has blind. been in my. It has been living in my head ever since. It will always. Be I dyed there. my hair blind. No. Um, all right, so let's go. Uh, Twenty-one is the save. Con save, right? All right yeah. Let me just get. Uh, Sorry, 20? 21. Oh, jeez, really? Yeah. How many moved? I rolled four. Uh, let's see. Let's see how many are within. He is... Uh, this guy I don't think is. I think he's just outside. I think he's just outside. All right, I'm marking the think... little ninja face if they're blound. Yeah, I think only two are within the 20. These two are kind of questionable. They're right at the edge. Well, it's from the edge of the wall. Oh, 25, 25, Yeah, I 20. think they're... So there's three. Okay. There's, there's three affected. Okay, so then I'll just use my first three rolls because I rolled four times. Uh, two are blound, one is not. All right, and they are now sufficiently marked in some way. Okay, so two are blind, one or not. As they move in closer, uh, they will begin casting. Uh, all six of them begin casting uh, a different spell this time. Their eyes light up. They move. Now, uh, for the blinded effect, so I know what happens, do they just miss? Or... Uh, I think it just gives them the condition of blinded, which is can't see, fails. automatically yeah. fails, ability check that requires sight, and yeah. uh, rolls have advantage, and the attack rolls have disadvantage. Okay, so magical spells that pick areas kind of can still work, maybe, in a weird way. Okay, um, they are going to all cast Thunder Wave. Remember that spell, Nash? 
Oh yeah, the best spe of spells. They're all casting Thunder Wave? Yeah. Doesn't that do thunder, thunder damage? Don't they well, need to do wind? There is a push. Oh. So, um, sorry, I gotta get Nash Magrins here. So let's have a review because I did, I was strategizing as we played and I'm a little concerned. This might not work, so let's read it. It would dramatically decrease the tension of this combat if all of a sudden they couldn't break one of your barriers. Um, it pushed 10. Thunderous force sweeps out from you. It doesn't really describe it very specifically as wind, but I think they're going to concentrate all six of the spells in one place to create a super wave out as a thunderous force shoots out from a particular direction. Um, this is a con save, so I don't. I think that interacts probably with the spell, like that. That it's just an auto hit. Yeah, I think um, that seems fair. If they're all casting it, yeah, I'd imagine all... that would constitute a strong wind. Yeah, and so uh, because the spell can't pass through the indigo layer, there's no secondary effects that those inside will suffer, and the orange layer pops. <laughs> can, you, can you catch that? It's really quiet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we heard it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the second the the orange layer pops. <laughs> You now have five layers remaining on the prismatic wall as then they as they move closer. Um, Nash, you're up. All right. Well, seeing that uh, we had some fun there with Acid Splash, I would like to make an attempt to do something cool. Let's see how it goes. Can I choose Acid? Hold on. Yes, I can. All right. I'm going to do uh, step out and do what? Hold on. Stanley whispered something. What? No, no, I'm just being goofy. <laughs> Ignore oh. me. Uh, I'm going to step out just a little bit and do um, Chromatic Orb this time, but with Acid Damage as my chosen damage type. Um, is there a way to... Hold on. Four inches Sphere of Energy. Ba, 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 ba. There's no way to group them up, is there? No. All right. Well, the one that's nearly dead can—is it possible at all for me on the battlefield to tell how how close he is to his demise? The melty one that we've hit a couple of times. Uh, he appears to be close. Yes, like I've given you an indication that he's at the very least bloodied. All right. Well, then I'm going to do this, but I'm digging, I'm going to do the cantrip again because why not? Why waste a slot if he's just about there? So let's do that. Um, okay. So I'm going to add some splash that guy again. I will step out of the hole. And I will take aim at him. Uh, please make an a, uh, dex 18 or better saving throw, please. Uh -oh. It's a fail. Okay, good. Narrowly. But I thought yes, Sam, Fisher, Sam Fisher was here and he turned on his night vision. That's what I thought I was hearing. All right, here we go. So I'm going to roll against that. <laughs> Enjoy. Your 11 points of Acid Splash. All right, that's 22. So uh, with with that Acid Splash, you let out an even bigger splash and coat his front with it. And as he walks in place, casting the, thunders, uh, the, the Thunder Wave to break down one of the barriers, you step out, splash him again, and this time his body sort of melts until there's nothing left but two stumps of feet and a pool of chrome that the feet sort of waddle in a bit before it keels over 
it is dead. Okay. So yeah. That's good to know. I will step back into the circle. I think what I'll do is I'll mark where there's chrome surface so you can know where the corpses are. Just for fun. That's great. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, yeah, and you melt it down <laughs> until there's just two stumps that also melt into the pool. Okay, awesome. One down. All right, that'll be my turn then. Okay, um, you, you scramble back inside, and we now are at the top of a nude round. A nude, nude round, round. all right! The nude <laughs> round! Well, we're going to get in trouble with Twitch, but, Woo-hoo! you know, the DM's new round. Jones. We're we're starting a new round, and um, Stanley, <laughs> so Stanley, you're up. All right. Things are getting dicey. They aren't looking at Varel. They're getting close. They're getting through some layers here. Uh, not yet. Not doing anything crazy yet. Stanley's going to... Oh, you know what? Actually, I do... We had, um, the ship. The Fate... Whatever. Fate 6. What are Mm -hmm. we on? Fate 6, yeah. We had it positioned waiting for the creature as a possible, like, gun emplacement encounter. Can I call that? Can I call the ship? Is that something I can do with my mask? Can I have them come in? Mm, I think so, but let's look at your... Where's your character sheet? For some reason I don't have it up. I've got Nash open twice. <laughs> you definitely don't want that. Guess not, eh? Okay. <clears throat> so your uh, inventory, you have the Mask of Elteon Fower and uh, Pilot's License. Tuned where with the captaincy of the spell jammer manned by the Elhendari dockyard crew. The ship can be transformed into a conspicuous cottage while attunement takes four days. It doesn't say you have remote control of it or can give... Uh, Tele- or, uh, have tele- telepathy with it. Okay. No. Um. In that case, I'm going to just. Hmm. How many layers do we have left? We still got a few. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Five yet. left. Five. You have five layers left. I'm not doing it yet. I'm okay. going to step out and cast Mind Sliver on uh, this gentleman here. Okay. He needs to make a Intelligence 21 save. It's a failure. All right. He takes 16 points of Psychic Damage. Mm-hmm. And... The next saving throw he has to make, uh, he has to subtract a d4 before the end of my next turn. Okay, so he has to subtract a d4. Yeah. So any save he has to roll before the end of my next turn, he has to subtract a d4 from. I'm going to put a clock pimp picture on him to mark that. Okay. All right. All right. Perfect. Anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Stanley is going to get out and kind of have pocketed and at the ready one of the uh, 
syringes of long rest. Okay, you have it in hand. Yeah, I technically have two of them on my inventory because Varel gave me his. Okay, long rest in a can is armed. And that brings us to Varel. Varel, you've you've run out with the umbrella dong, threatening it to blow up the moon. Uh, it does not appear to have had an effect. All right. You can continue with the gambit or redirect. Uh, well, looking behind me, seeing that none are affected, I will run at this one who just landed. I'll, I'll kind of turn, do a side, side loop, and approach him, and I'm just going to try to whack him across the face with the dildo umbrella. Okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, improvised weapon. Love that he's uh, let's, We that. can, Yeah. It could be like a small blunt mace. And as I do it, I will say, I mean it, and smack him. <laughs> With a, well, you know, these both kind of suck, but it is the umbrella. It's fault. Be a 15? 15. All right, you take the umbrella dog and smash it into the principal's face. Um the umbrella dong breaks into a thousand pieces <laughs> as you <laughs> as you punch very hard. It does no damage to the principal, but certainly does a significant amount of damage to the umbrella dong breaking the item. Cool, <sighs> kind of exploding through it. I'll enter my rage and flame burst him. Okay, which I'm sure will do nothing, but you know. Yeah, he's a huge fire. Well, and I will continue my movement, <laughs> ending me. Let me do the math on this. In this case, the fire literally never hurts to use it on him. All right, and then I'll kind of do a hero slide, you know, with the one hand down in the sand as I slow myself, come to a stop, <laughs> and look up with him and a smile on my face, now in my rage. All right, he declines his attack of opportunity that he would get from this, looks at you for a brief moment, then turns his attention to the wall and continues. Excellent. These guys, these guys are uh, very uh, insulting towards you. All right, and that brings us from Varel's move to the principal's turns, or the many principal's turns, as the first of them raises their hands up, points a finger at the walls, and begins launching a barrage of magic missiles. And we have... Uh, how many can he cast? Use a high level spell slot for this guy. Gotta make sure I mark that down. So second level or higher spell creates one more dart. It's three baseline. Okay. Four. So sorry, I gotta do a bit of calculator math. Magic Missile's first level. Okay, perfect. Uh, he points it towards the uh, the next prismatic layer of wall, which is yellow. Requires force damage to pop. Uh, so many D4s. Plus 
Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, was, right. I was just testing it. I didn't know it was going to roll. Sorry. Yeah. So the first, the first, the first of the the uh, the the principal cop clones uses his highest spell slot available to fire eleven magic missiles at the at the um, prismatic wall. It does thirty seven points of force damage, which is not enough to pop it. All right, and that is the first of them. This another one does. I just need to make a note that this one here has burnt. I used the spell slot. didn't realize how complicated it was going to get to have so many of these with different spell slot trackings <laughs> um, okay a second one then begins to do the same thing uh, i got eight nine ten eleven it's hard to pick up 15 23 and then three more Okay, that gives us enough. The second one also casts at a high level spell slot, so 22 magic missiles make their way. Um, so a total of 22 magic missiles make their way at the at the next layer of the prismatic wall, and they light up. Hit with this giant barrage, these these um, are you know arcane looking arrows just fly from their fingers into the wall, and it goes as it pops open the next layer of the prismatic wall. Um, with two principles only needing only needing that, the next one, um, the, the next principal clone walks towards the, and they're going to make their movement. At, sorry, hang on. These two have made their movements. Move your sword here. And now are at the wall. Okay, those two already rolled for the, the blindness. No, they have this to one roll didn't. every time. Every oh, time every, they start every... around or move into it. If they're already blound, is it still? Well, if they're already blound, then there's no need. Still... But for the one that isn't, he would have to. They're blinded for one minute. Yeah, so for anyone new walking through, uh, which is going to be this guy up top, who's not blind, he actually saves again. Uh, this guy will have to can't do it as well. He saves as well. Um, okay, so the one down here is going to cast a, uh, let's see, what's he got here for fire spells? Yeah, sure, he'll just fire off a good old fireball. Well, what about the green layer? Uh, oops, sorry, we're at, we killed red, we killed orange, we killed yellow. The green layer, oh, I skipped ahead to blue, shit. A pass wall spell or another spell of equal or greater level that can open a portal on a solid surface destroys the layer. Oh, shit, I skipped that one. Um, okay. So I'm just a little bit curious about this here. Uh, a past wall spell, which is fair, fine enough, or another spell of equal or greater level that can open a portal on a solid surface. Uh, I'm wondering about Dimension Door. Uh, I guess first would be what level is Passwall? It's not a spell I'm think familiar with. I think it's fifth with. level, it looks like. Oh, so Dimension Door does not work. Okay, it's fourth level. So 
But could it work if you cast it at fifth level? Is that a thing that one can I don't, do? I don't know. Let me read the spell. No, uh, it or another it spell of equal or greater level. No, doesn't sound like Dimension it. Door is not scalable, as far as I can see. I don't know why I'm trying to help you. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm de we're dealing with large spell lists. We're dealing with a super complicated spell. That's, that's all it is. I'm feeling guilty that I put both through this, but, you know, that's fair. It's all fair. Yeah, again, plane shift is interesting. It's the way it's worded is a little weird, like anything. This spell equal to greater level can open a portal on a solid surface, destroys the layer. Open a portal on a solid surface. <laughs> uh, Just means like land or ground or something, right? Flooring. Yeah, like so. I think that would be somewhere. like your typical teleports, because that does technically open on a surface, right? Because you have to put it there. I don't know. It's weird. It is weird. Okay, well, I think this would work. So we're going. We's go, uh, the next. Uh, the next of the principles clones is going to cast plane shift, which is another high level spell. Um, so I'll make sure to burn the slot for that creature. Burn. All right. And um, he casts Plane Shift upon the surface of that green layer, making it go. I don't believe there's a, a save required. He uses the Plane Shift spell to dissipate that layer. The next one, um, the blue layer, the fireball comes out from a fourth principle to destroy it with fire damage. Uh, don't believe a dexterity save required on a wall, so we're just going to roll 8d6 to see how much damage the fireball does. It doesn't pass through the indigo layer, thus not damaging anyone inside. So 15, 16, 17. Uh, 17 and 6 is 23. So 26 points of damage from the fireball, which covers the 25 from the fire damage. So four, four principles have moved. Uh, so I'm going to move one closer. There's going to be a saving check for Blound. It fails. This one is now Blound. All right, this one also moves closer. So we have two more that are farther out. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. You have two layers of your prismatic wall remaining on the three rounds, including this one to go. So like two and a half. Um, the last two so that we cover because the last two are the toughest ones, right? Um, yeah. This, this, the layer is destroyed by bright light shed by a daylight spell or similar spell of equal or higher level. And then the next one is dispel, destroyed by dispel magic. Uh, let's see. So for this last one, I actually found a list that gives you all the spells that gets through each layer. Oh, shit. Yeah. Set it my way? <laughs> <laughs> my uh, guys won't have spells that they aren't already equipped with, so it's not like I'm going to cheat or anything. Um, here. It's a little... Well, hold on. I, it's, I found it on the other computer, so I have to real quick just finagle this a little okay. bit. Here we go. And there. And you can just scroll down to the layer. Jeez, it needs its, whole, its own whole spell list website. Oh, yeah. 
Sorry, we're talking about indigo there, right? Yeah. Dawn, wall of light, sunbeam, sunburst. Light cantrip will not work. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna that next one's gonna be a tough one. These two, the two remaining principles move closer towards the wall. They don't appear to have a way to take down that wall at this moment. Um, so that's gonna be their turn, except for the last remaining of the rockets burn up in the atmosphere and hit the ground. And I will put those on the map and then we will move on to Hope's turn. Uh, cool, Hope's just circling. She's getting closer to Nash. She's ready to throw him on the surfboard and take off if need be. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so you've readied that action. So why don't you keep that as a yeah. readied action so we don't just flavor it? Because you can say, you can say to me as soon as the last layer pops, you grab Nash up on the surfboard and yes. go straight up, basically. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, that brings us to your turn, Nash. Nash will remember this. Um, okay. <laughs> well, it's getting hairy, folks. Pretty freaking hairy. I still don't know if there's any advantage in me blowing any slots given any of what we're dealing with here because... Hmm. Are there any of these hurting? Who's hurting? Uh, none of them. You've killed one. You and Stan uh, have some... both damaged one. Varela's out there. I mean, if you have... This one like... took a little damage, Did it? but not okay. a ton. I mean, All right. If you want to try... They're, they're now a lot more bunched up. I don't know if you have AoE that might do anything. I have a lot of fire AoE, but nothing like, that... Yeah, I, Ice Storm may work. Oh, I thought that we determined they spell. weren't... I don't know why I had yeah. that in my head, that they were resist, not resistant, but they, immune they to ice. Maybe, that may be the case, I think. I can't remember that one. Um, let me just look at his sheet here. I think you did cast... Did you cast Frost last week? I cast Ice Storm... Not long ago, but it was against. Uh, I think it was against the Tarrasque and not this guy. Yeah, because the Tarrasque had the same problem with fire, but they, but he wasn't immune to ice. I don't remember. It seems like chrome and ice wouldn't go well together because if you freeze chrome, it tends to crack and shatter. But I yeah, don't. I don't think it has an invulnerability to, to to cold. But I'm just I'm opening it up now. I think you might have discovered this. You did cast a number of different spells towards it. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you know what? I've got some slots. We can try this. Um, let's try this. At level, no. oh, he was resistant to it. He it wasn't. It wasn't full immunity, but cold was. He was, he was immune. Okay, or not immune? Not but immune. Resistant. Resistant. Yeah, so resistant. half the damage. That's why you discovered acid was a weak. It was an excellent weak spot. Yeah, I liked. I liked what that did. Um, okay. Well, I don't want to. But you may be able to still pile on the damage AOE style on them. They're not indestructible. You have defeated two of them now. All right. Unless you have... You I'm know, just if of... you didn't want your turn to pass without any benefit, uh, that it was a suggestion, but... You know. Well, let's give... It's the only AOE I have a chance with, so maybe we will try one of these. So I'll try... Okay, so you we're going to... also gonna... have... Um, just, sorry, just to provide you with some more suggestions, too. You do have a spell, like... Oh, it requires concentration. Never mind. Yeah, I can't do any of those until this. Are you going to suggest his ninth level? Because I almost did that and ran into the same issue. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. use ninth here. Well, unless I, I guess I could use the can and get full rest. And... If you're not going to use the ninth here, where are you going to use it? I don't know. I don't know what's next. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. 
And that's a physical. That's physical. But don't damage. do it right now, because uh, no, 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 no. You, you gotta concentrate. Yeah, we we can't do that. Um, all right. I'm going. You know what? We'll try the ice storm. R- resistances or not, let's give it a shot. Okay. Um, this is a 40 foot high cylinder centered at a point within range, 20 foot radius. So, I think will that give me these three at the bottom down here? Uh, so these it radius. Uh, let me get you an ice storm pack or. Uh, you know, a thing. Hang on. Ow. Damn it. <laughs> that hurt. Uh, where's the spell? Animated spell effects. Sure. All oh, those are not good. Couldn't he, in theory, drop it uh, centered on, like, us? The layer yeah, yeah, protect it, it from hitting yep. us. And yeah, it wouldn't hit, hit you guys. Around us. The prismatic wall would protect you. Oh, absolutely. it wouldn't burn yeah. the the layer or anything. No, they nope. already destroyed the. They already destroyed. Layer. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Oh, it, it could that could potentially be an issue if that layer was the one exposed, but you're, it's not. So we're good. You're good. I would actually like to do that if, but I don't know if that's enough to catch all five of those guys. Uh, let's see here. It'll just catch. Getting... Yeah, it'll catch five. Oh shit, this guys. Like, uh, this dude is a little too far, but the other five should all be in range. Yeah, let's do that. Hell yeah. Okay, so it's 20, it's 20 foot radius, so that means it's actually 40, right? 20 is the halfway. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. So I think this is your size here. Mm-hmm. So where, where do you want to put it? This actually, that'll actually pass through, it'll hit five of them. If That's what I right want, those center. five. Those five that are okay. around us. And uh, what level are you casting the spell at? Level five, since I have a couple slots left there. You know what? I take it back. I'll do six. Let's do six. All right. Six it is. Um, uh, it's a dex 18 save per dude. Uh, yeah. Dex per dude. Okay, let me get the... Are the do the blind guys automatically fail? Would they need to see it coming? Oh, good call, Don John. Good call. That's... Uh, Blind, blind, blinded, attack, blinded creature can't see it automatically fails any ability check that requires sight. I assume they have to see it. So I assume they'd have to see it to dodge it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, attack rolls against creature, so they're going to, they're automatically fail. So all the blind ones automatically fail. So that's one, two, three, three of them. And then the other one has a minus four to his save, right? Because of your mind sliver? Yeah, until the end of my turn. Yeah. So only okay, one of so them's got full. That one, minus four, eight, is. and it's eighteen. Okay, so that's a fail. So if all f- four of them will fail, and this last one, uh, it's gonna he's gonna succeed on that check. Okay, I feel so pretty them, good about that. That's just it's half damage. I'm betting, right? Yeah, that. Which one is it? The top one that that's the top okay. one in the middle. Yeah. All right. Well, here comes my thing. <laughs> it's never okay. again. I'll I'll delete it. Don't worry. Uh, all right, here comes damage. Oh, shit. So you're rolling 48, then 46, right? Correct. Here comes the 48. That is... No, oh, it's not great. It's 10. 10 <laughs> bludgeoning? Yeah. No, 10, uh, 10 cold. 10 oh, ice. Okay, that, so the cold is 46, and the bludgeoning is 48. Oh, then it both. is bludgeoning. Sorry. 46 is... Um, hold on. Add to that 10, or add to that 14 cold, I guess. 
So 24 total. Yeah. There's blood. So only only some of it's halved. The bludgeoning will he'll take the full front of it. Oh, someone's art project is on, and that's great. Here, I'm getting so rid of it. It'll be 17 total damage. There you go. To each of them. Uh, and then the, the one that's saved will be half that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Chat room's right. I tend to save my Resident Evil silver bullets until the game's over. I gotta quit doing that. You know how that is in RE, John, where you're like, oh, I probably yeah. need, I, mean, I need these. And then you never use them. I hate that when I do that. Anyway. I can't. Oh. All right, let's see what happened here. Okay, um, so that's going to be your turn. Yes, indeed. Uh, we we're about to start a new round. Um, I just need to mark the damage on these guys. Sorry, it's just technical issues on my end. Okay. So you you hail them. <laughs> nice. Whoever drew that. Awesome. Um, what happened to the... Oh, that got put on the wrong layer. That's why you didn't see it. Oh, sorry. I put that there. I guess you were wondering what I was talking about. Okay. Um, perfect. So <laughs> anyways, the ice storm pelts all the principles around. They, they, you know, they remain largely unaffected. You know, they, they, they get hit pieces fall off them, but they're steely and determined towards, uh, disrupting Nash and Stanley and their efforts. Um, we are going, we are now down to two rounds remaining. And I think we are at the halfway point of our show. So why don't we pause there? to take a few minutes break, get reoriented. And, uh, I don't know this guy, this, this principal shard seems to be trying to get out of here. He seems to be walking that way with his wiener out. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just nice, saying. Try. nice try. Yeah. <laughs> Good attempt there, Scott. Oh, that didn't work. Dang. All right. Uh, yes, let's All take right. a break. When we come back, we'll continue the fight everybody. So stick around, put us in RBR mode or BRB mode is what I meant. And we'll see you guys momentarily. All right, we have returned. It's back to the to the scrum with Bo. Bo, take it away. All right, we are now two rounds out from the spell being complete and the, the, the vanquishing of the World Breaker, seeing its realization. Uh, Stanley, you are first to act in this new round as several principals have taken damage from Ice Storm and are blinded, but still reach out their hands in an attempt to engage with the Indigo Lair. Alright, seeing so many layers down, so many principles around, it is time. Stanley dabs the needle into him and injects himself and gives himself the benefits of the long rest. Alright, this is a long rest in the can that came from the the Elhendari elf scientist many, many episodes ago. Uh, you take it, flick it open with the needle and jam it into your leg. Energy courses through you with adrenaline. <sighs> as you feel immediately recharged and awake and hyper and short shorter life now right yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm well like, I'm you're not gonna live quite as long as i was before <laughs> yeah, that, you, you don't really feel that effect what you do feel is your heart pumping thumping hard in your chest <laughs> you have this inescapable font of energy coursing through your veins now, does that constitute my action? Was it a bonus action because I had it ready to go? or It is an action the... to, jam it, to jam it in your leg, and to take that time will be an action. Okay. Um, then let's see here. You do gain all the benefits of long rest, so get all your spell slots, and uh, with the power that imbues itself within you, 
because it is a long rest and you are due for a level up, you gain the benefits of a, your next character level immediately. Um, Stanley's going to use the, the rest of his time to move alongside Hope and say, because uh, Nash is right there, and say, be ready. It's going to happen. Okay. All right. That'll be it. All right, Pharrell, you're up. All right. I've got two in my sights here. I'm going to do my full movement to go between them and perform what is known as a flying bulldog, <laughs> which I have looked up uh, aid for here. Heck yeah. It's the, where you hook the back of the neck. And so I'm going to do this with two of them. I'm going to jump right between two of them, try to hook two necks straight into the shield as I fly betwixt them into the shield myself, uh, ending my movement right there. All right, you're going to smash their heads into the shields, essentially? Yep. Oh, cool. All right, so we'll have to make a strength contest to see if you're able to strong enough to move their bodies. Cool. Do you want two, since I'm attacking two, or one at a time? Uh, we'll take two for two different rolls, so maybe okay. work on one. That'll give you more opportunities. For it Does it work on the blound one automatically? I'd imagine not necessarily. No, I don't be know. Because it's he, he would not be dodging it. It would be a force of strength contest. All right. First one is an 18. Okay. I'm just adding the strength here. Okay. So you are able to do this with one of them with that roll. Right. So you have Second. inspiration to add. Oh, that's. Oh, no. Sorry. I rolled for both. My first roll was a fail. So you win. Okay. okay. You didn't do the second roll. Let's do the second. Second one was a 23. Okay, then you, uh, you, you're you successful in both cases. You grab hold of them by the, is it the back of the neck or the back of the head? Yeah, you kind of you kind of clothesline the back of the head and then you use that momentum as a butt slam yourself to carry yeah. their weight into the portal. But you're going to fly into the sphere while they don't. Yes. Right, essentially. Yeah. Because they'll, okay. they'll catch on it. That's very cinematic and cool. Okay. Um, and so all, with all the other layers destroyed, they'll hit the indigo layer. Um. Constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw for they both. They have to be twenty-one. Okay, let's find their let's find their con modifier here. Okay. They have to be twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. All right. One succeeds. One fails. Okay. Keep track of it on the fails, because. That could become right. a thing. So this one, uh, on a failed save, the creature is restrained. Yep. Uh, okay. Must then make a constitution saving throw at the end of each of its turns. If it saves three times, the spell ends. If it fails three times, it permanently turns to stone and is subjected to the petrified condition. <clears throat> Alright, so that counts as the first failure. Okay. So one of them is restrained. That would be this one here um, so I'm going to mark it with something else a snail, how about a snail alright so it needs it needs two more failures and it will do that at the end of each of its turn okay, so it is currently restrained restrained meaning it's movement to zero uh, it 
can't benefit from bonuses to speed. Attack rolls against creatures have advantage, and the creatures' attack rolls have disadvantage. And he has disadvantage on deck saving throws. So he's stuck. He's basically stuck in the sphere. Yeah. All right, Pharrell, anything else you'd like to do? Isn't there a second layer still going, the violet layer? Oh, yeah, there would be the violet layer as well. Can they pass through that layer? Oh, I guess it doesn't stop them. I thought maybe it stopped them. I don't no, know. I guess it keeps passing through. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's how we did it last time. Yeah, yeah that's how we got pushed through it. But but his movement's zero, so he is the one of them is stuck in that layer. So I don't know if because he's stuck. Yeah, then I guess he can the move any further. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. All right. So he's restrained in that layer, but the other one is it succeeds. So he still moves to the, onto the violent layer. Uh, it's a blinding. Yeah. So oh shit! Constitution twenty-one. There's more. On a failed save, the creature is blinded. It must then make a wisdom saving throw at the start of your next turn. Yours, Stanley. Yeah. If it fails that save, the creature is transported to another plane of the GM's choosing. is no longer blinded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, so you're no longer blinded, but you're on another plane of. So existence. the first save, the first save is for blinding. Uh, and what's the default? Twenty-one. Uh, what's the default? Oh, Constitution. Check. Okay. This is complicated spell. Holy shit. Um, yeah, it fails it, so it's now blind. So it wasn't blinded before, so it's now blinded. Okay. So let me put the blinded on him. Uh, yep. Okay. And now he has to make a second consecutive saving throw right away. If I'm reading this right, uh, must then the make a wisdom of, saving throw at, at the start, the start of, your next of turn. my okay. next turn. So okay. yeah, right so now we'll he's have, just blind. Please make please make a note, Stanley. I'll I'll remember because I want to okay. see this happen so bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Varel. Anything else you'd like to do? I know that would put me in range again to protect my friends with absorption. Grogiali. Absorption grow. Okay, perfect. And um, okay, then that means we move on to the principal's turn. If your turn has concluded, uh, at as this. Okay, so these creatures begin moving. Sorry, uh, the remaining ones that are within one, two, three, four, move within one, two, right, three, to front, four. I have two blind checks to make. Save. Save. Um, 17 and 19 plus their modifier. So they save on the blind check as they move towards it. And then all of the... <laughs> yeah, I don't think... Without a, without a means to dispel this layer, as you can finally tell, all of them begin to put their hands through and try to move through. So um, they'll all have to make... The ones even that Varel didn't force into it will attempt to break through the layers at this time stanley so um we're going to be doing a lot of this i think uh so it's 21 and it's constitution for six one two three four five five of them constitution so that is a failure so i'm going to mark them with snails if they hit that first failure and they stop there at that layer they can't proceed further because their movement is now zero Okay, this one succeeds and we'll make it through. I'll have to make a note of that. Um, all right, this one here. Failure. Right, next one. Failure. 
And the last one. Ooh, extra failure. That's a one. Oh. Um, all right. So all but one uh, stop and become their movement speeds become zero as they hit that layer of the wall. The next one attempts to move through that last layer again. The violet one. This is like the miracle of life. This is the one sperm that's going to get through. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nash. Uh, yeah, right. Nash yelled that. That's what I like to think. <laughs> yeah. So there's another one. Uh, failure. He's already blind, though. So he's double blind. He's double um, blind, and we'll have another roll at the start of my turn. Uh, and he will have. Okay, and he will have the roll. Did we mark that with something? Uh, no, but it's now. it's this guy and this All right, guy. I'll put a weird squiggly on them. So we now there's more than one. Just make sure we remember. Okay. All right. So these ones attempt to move through. These ones that are farther out. Three, four, five, six. Two, three, four, five, six. Then they move. One, two, three, four, five, six. He's going to use his dash. Seven, eight, twelve. This one's in a hurry. They're all going to use their dash to close the distance. All right. Well, they could potentially get blounded. Yep. They're in a real hurry to get to the rave. All right. So yeah, let's. Uh, well, time is running out. All right, twenty-one for the save, right? Yeah. Um, so this is—he's not blound. This one is blound. I'm gonna be dreaming of the word blind tonight. <laughs> That's a lot of a lot of blounding going this on. This one's blound as well. Okay, perfect. Many of them have been blound as they moved within range, but they've used dash to move closer. You were, now the prismatic wall is completely encircled by the eleven remaining copies of the principal's bodies as they attempt to reach in in various states. Um, from behind him, you see you hear you see careening throughout the sky. You haven't been really paying attention, but you finally see up into the air. Um, you see the Fate Six emerge in the background as it flies towards your direction at top speed, and then a little dot jumps out of it, and then sort of takes this nosedive position as it, as this black dot begins flying towards your position as well. And you hear a voice on your intercom for those who still have them. Help is here. All right, Hope, it's your turn. All right, Hope's going to look at Stanley. Do we stay or do we go? Uh, Stanley will just get a good grip on Nash. Okay, hopefully. You'll know it when it happens. All right, Hope will then pull Nash onto the board with one hand, and she'll have the steering wheel with the other, and she will ready her action to take off up into the sky. As soon as Indigo, which layer? It's the the purple layer. Or maybe when Stanley does something. Stanley's indicating he's doing Can something. I have he's a, doing the Luke yeah. Skywalker nod. Because I, I want it to be, I don't want any of them to get in close enough to potentially do damage. So you can set this as either or. Like you could say either okay, the purple so layer dissipates or Stanley gives a signal. Okay, purple layer dissipates, Stanley gives a signal, or or one of the principal dudes is about to do damage to Nash. Gotcha. Okay. Before they get close enough, they could take a reaction. Before they make head. some sort of attack. Or, yeah. Okay, move against Nash. All right, that, that'll be the triggering condition. 
Nash, it's your turn. You are clutching onto Varel's leg once again in a in a in a fantasy cover manner. Knowing that well, now it's hoped it's Hope's leg now. Oh yeah, it is oh, Hope. I'm leg. Hope D- pulled me up. Yeah. He's still he's still hopeful, but different person. Yeah, holding on to that Hope leg. Uh, all right. Well, rather, <clears throat> there's not much I think you can do, but if there's something you want to do, now's your opportunity. I mean, I could fart off another thing, but I'm not sure it's going to matter based on what's going to happen next. So I am just going to... Well, you'd be at risk because you'd have to move out of the circle yeah. and you might get captured now that the right. uh, principles have closed in on the prismatic wall. Is one not of... letting go of your robe right now. Is, the... <laughs> <laughs> Is one of those guys have their hand in the orb or in the, the dome? Not yet. A few of them are stuck in it, uh, but they haven't made their way through. But their bodies are, some of them have bodies, parts at least somewhat in the yeah. zone. Oh, I'm actually not sure why that one wouldn't have gone through. He could have probably. He's There's one that's imminently going to break through. Next round, he will definitely be through. Is he yeah, I been... mean, maybe the blindness prevents them from doing too much, but these two are not frozen. They can technically move. It's this in. one right here that I'm. This guy right here who can make it through. But none of them are partially through the the force field. Yes, he he is partially through the force field. He is. Yeah. How much of him? Wait, I thought this was a guy who just dashed up to it. This guy was the guy who dashed up to it. This guy, this guy succeeded on the petrification roll. And he succeeded on oh. the um, the violet layer role. Principal Chad. Or no, sorry, no. He didn't <laughs> succeed. He got blound. Principal oh, no, it's this Chad. guy here. This guy got blound. By... Which one got blound? I don't know. I'm, I'm losing. Blounded by the light. This guy I didn't and this guy him. are only blinded. Right. This guy dashed up. This guy dashed up. It's this guy up top. He's blind. He's blind. He's gonna do that wisdom thing next turn, but I never actually moved him in. Card laid. He yeah. didn't. He, he. But he's imminently moving through. His fingers are piercing through. He will be through next round. Okay. Well, with that knowledge, <laughs> I'm gonna. Um. I. I I'm, I'm gonna s- spray acid at the guy who's partially through, just to just to melt an arm or whatever the hell's sticking through. <laughs> Sure. It's, yeah, it's just a cantrip, so it doesn't hurt. Start so. to go through a wall, all of a sudden you can't see anything, and then your hand gets melted. Yeah, and if he's blinded... Oh, no, he's not. He is. Yeah, oh, get, he is? You okay. You get advantage on the attack roll. All right, awesome. Blind. Uh, well, it's not an attack roll, it's a saving throw, so you have. I guess you roll at disadvantage. Oh. Well, then he might automatically well, fail. Uh, blinded attack rolls have a he automatically fails any ability check that requires sight, so that's not going to count here. Okay, so dexterity, uh, you fail automatically, right? And he's not restrained, it's just blinded. Nope, he doesn't, he, he gets to make the saving throw. Well, he gets to, all right. Uh, well, I rolled a one, so... Perfect. It's not, not going to be enough. <laughs> and so you hit. For, all for right, I definitely hit. Uh, that would be 12, dam- 12 acid damage to whatever's sticking right, out in for there. For a total of 24, so 37... Perfect. Um, yeah, so you, you melt off his fingers as it you go splash and the fingers begin melting off and they leave a coat of acid on the indigo, on the violet wall. Nice. All right, that's my turn then. I remain okay. concentrated and waiting. All right, a new round begins. Stanley, you are up, but before you are up, that speck of dot that jumped from the Fate Six, feint six uh, is now in sight and we'll join the fray. 
Uh, let me see here. Let me add him to the token layer. You see the the form of Vampire Knight Monsoon Cabbage that has jumped from from the uh, from from the Fate Six and is bolted down like a like a bullet jumping from the top of the ship as he makes his way. He's going to roll initiative roll and add himself to the turn order. He will go after Nash. Okay, and the Fate Six is also barreling towards this direction as it descends uh, down. <laughs> as it descends down into the area. Okay, Stanley, now you're up. All right, we need first off two wisdom saving throws for Zach ship. So just bear with me. I'm just trying to pop something in here. That's marked on the map. Uh, wisdom twenty one. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Let me make those uh, rolls here. All right, both are failures. They disappear to another plane of existence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but at least they're not blinded anymore. Shit, I should have. Uh, yep, so. Okay, we'll do that. They disappear. So it's the ones that have the squiggly marks the on them. The bacon. Yeah, the two yeah. bacons. <laughs> I don't know if it's bacon, but it looks like bacon to me. They both disappear to another plane of existence that they wink out of existence. Boop, boop. Right, uh, the... Do you choose where they go? I think this might be an important choice. Oh, does it? It is of the GM's choosing. Oh. oh. Yeah, you get to pick. Why is it my choosing? Because like, I believe so many, they... so many planes of existence. <laughs> they return to their home plane in most cases. And if they are on their home plane, that one that makes sense for... Yeah, typically, DM. yeah, that is on a plane that isn't its home plane, is banished home, while other creatures are usually cast into astral or ethereal planes. Okay. Well, you won't know where they've gone then, so we can answer that those questions later. They both wink out of existence. Whoop, whoop. Bye. Uh, Stanley's <laughs> going to move over to Nash, place a hand upon him, and cast Greater Invisibility, which does end my concentration, so somewhere a world breaker goes from a snail to a world breaker but nash becomes an invisible nash okay and, and we, hang on before you commit i will allow us to do some double checking on if size matters for banishment doesn't look like it I don't it's think it creature. does. I think we checked on the idea that yep. we were just going to banish it to begin with. Yeah, it's just creature. Doesn't seem to be impacted by size. So nice. Yeah. Size does not matter. As far as I can tell. Yeah. So Nash vanishes, and I think that triggers actions on Hope's end. If that's the signal, then yes. Cool. Oh, and then Stanley gives a nod. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was a signal, or uh, someone breaks through, or someone attacks Nash. Cool, the signal's given, then Hope, holding the invisible Nash, is going to go straight up into the sky. 90 feet is the max for this. Um, can she pop an action surge with her ready to action? Absolutely, you can do... Cool. Oh, She'll... action surge, wait a second. It is, because it doesn't count as an action. It doesn't have any action economy cost, I know that. Um, uh, it so, says just you can take one additional action on your turn. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't work for reactions. It's on your. Okay. It would be on your full turn. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So ninety straight up. Ninety straight up. Perfect. You shoot. You move ninety straight up. Um, you, 
you could we can do 180 because of the way that works you can you could dash. i mean we didn't declare it but you could dash because that movement yeah if you're reading some i didn't know if if the yeah. movement was wasted or not so that's why i didn't want to assume all right we'll just do 90 feet then okay, okay. so now you and invisible nash are up uh, so your concentration is now broken what's the range on your concentration for in greater invisibility stanley I don't think they give ranges for how long it, it works. Yeah, it I doesn't even say. It's just the ability to focus. A player's handbook says once it's... Let me send you a link here. But a player's handbook says once a spell is cast, its effects aren't limited by its range unless the spell's description says otherwise. Right, yeah. Because I so... didn't want to break banishment either if we did this. Oh, good for looking that up. So I guess it didn't... I, I think greater invisibility is pretty straightforward. doesn't have a lot of text on it. No. What what spell level is it? Fourth. Yeah. There's no there's no range. Perfect. Okay. So yeah, you are you are great invisible greatly, Nash. Cool. You're Love it. Invisible. As you fly up into the air, away from the uh, the, the 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 principles amassing below. Anything else, Stanley? Um. No, that'll do it for now. Okay, Pharrell, you're up. All right. So Stanley's still here, doing stuff. I'm currently in a rage, so I wouldn't ask him what he's doing. Are you looking like you're doing stuff, Stanley? No, it was just to get them away. I mean, I would still have a look of concentration, because I am concentrating on the invisibility, but... It was, uh, that was it. It was to help Nash get away. Okay. Because theoretically, Nash can even jump off the board. There's no guarantee that he'll stay on the board. He can fly. So they should have no idea where he is. Cool. All right, then I will... Uh, what, what's the state of your legs, Stanley? Are they together? Are you squatting <laughs> anyway? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would have been reaching up to touch Nash, so I probably like kind of elevated a little, uh, just finishing that. Okay. All right. So here's what I'm gonna do. I've got a principal right next to me. I'm gonna reach through the portal, grab him by the scruff, and try to just slam his head into the prismatic wall business. Okay. Gonna... You have multi-attack, so you could probably do more than one. Right? Hey, hey, let's do it. Then I will move slightly to the side, grab two principles, yeah. and try to slam them both into the prismatic wall. They're actually currently petrified, too. I don't... Oh, are they? Oh, well, they're, res they're restrained. No, what is they're, restrained? They're restrained. Do? They have to do three rolls um, once they're in it. So once they're in it, they're stuck in it, and they either get out by saving, or they do three fails. They're petrified permanently. They turn to stone. Oh, so they're actually all but having this, a rough time then. This one isn't. This one's fine. Yeah, this only the ones with snails. Only the ones with snails on them are affected. So there are five of them right now that have lost the first of their throws. Okay, but there are three more that have not. This one's the biggest threat because he can actually see what's going on. All these guys are like locked. So they, as far as they know, they probably don't even know Nash left. But this guy would be fully aware of everything. That's this true. guy too, he's not blind, right? The um, the yeah. one next to him snailed. Yeah. Based but... on ba based on their behavior, you probably shouldn't think of them as separate entities. They're all, oh, you know, they're Borg basically. They're all the same. They're all working. Yeah. If one sees it, they all know, kind of thing. But yes. 
then this guy's the biggest. Yeah, he's not he's not right next to it though, and I don't have any momentum of which to move him further. I'd have to drag him, which would be a bit more difficult, is my thought. So spell wise, this isn't him doing a bunch of mirror images, Bo, right? This is the the principal actually has the power to duplicate himself. These are these are twelve entities, uh, like copies of himself, that move in unison with the, the share consciousness. Okay. As far as you can tell, there's been no explanation, but based on their behavior, movement and what you know about his way to evade death because you already killed him once and he came back as a junior junior principal yeah so these are more these are more junior principals but he's launched them all simultaneously it seems like okay as an act of desperation to keep you from doing what you're doing <laughs> yeah okay right. sounds sounds like we're in a a pretty good position we have two layers left right Yes. Yeah. He, it, it, it seems like he wasn't able to dispel the last layer and has has had to kamikaze himself into it. Okay. Because you put two of them in forcibly, and then the remaining ones just tried to move through it without without a means to dispel it themselves. Would be your guess. All right. Well, they're all magical anyway, so I'm kind of eh, okay. So I have to attack or be attacked to maintain my rage, but um, with everyone kind of spread out and under lots of status effects, I don't see any reason why. So what I'm going to do is I will run over to Stanley and I will run on all fours and scoop him up onto my shoulders. So, you know, put my head between his legs and as such, pick him up. So I've got his two legs on my shoulders. Gotcha. And I that'll put me right in direct range to absorb any ranged attacks, as well as the ability to run should the shield go down. Okay, so if the shield goes down, you want a ready uh, a dash action or something like yes. that? Yes, yes. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, and you'll have uh, Stanley on your shoulders, piggyback. Yep. Okay, perfect. Then consider your action readied. Perfect. Okay, um, now for uh, who's up now? Oh, it's the principal's turns next. So we got some start of turn stuff, don't we? Uh, yeah, they... The, oh, end of each with turn. A, end of oh, each okay, turn. it's at the end. Yeah, anybody yeah. with a snail. All right, so what can we do uh, when we're restrained? Although this guy, anybody who isn't blound needs to do a blinding check. That's start of the turn? Yeah, because they're in the realm of the wall. So this starts guy, his this turn guy, there, and this okay. guy. All right, and this guy. Uh, Constitution, right? Yeah, four con twenty-one saves. Okay, so the f uh, going starting with this guy over here. Right, so that's a save. This guy here, that's a save. Okay, where's the next one? He saves as well. Uh, that's a failure. Or who's, this is the last one here. So <laughs> this guy, he's collecting many. Although the, the little clock can go off of him, that's no longer. He no longer has mind sliver effects yeah. anymore. All right. So, okay. So we did the blound saves. Now for the restrained guys, without being able to cast spells or pass through the layers and being stuck there, they're kind of like flies in a fly ointment, right? Like they can't do anything. Um, they also, they're aware that hope shot up and they can see through the prismatic wall, so they can see that Nash went invisible and Hope shot out with a surfboard. 
So likely their intuition is going to tell them that obviously Nash has escaped, although they don't know for sure. They don't know for sure. I mean, what if you did that as a ploy and Nash yeah. is still down there and Hope went up to distract? I am tricky like that. Yeah. Um, All right, I've... so they can they can at least try and make that insight. Uh, with So for the ones who can't move, they can't attack inside. They have no targets to attack, no spells to cast that they can break in through the last two layers of the prismatic wall. They will use their combined might to insight check you, Stanley, oh. for the truth. And okay. so this will be a contest to see versus your capacity for deception to see how they what they will determine. So I have to roll uh, deception? Yeah, you're, it's, a, it's a contest, so you'll be rolling your deception uh, and giving me the result, and I'll be rolling their okay. insight for them. They have to beat a 28. And these are only for the ones that don't move. I gotta just find my modifier here. I gotta beat a 28. Yes. Okay. I am, after all, distractingly handsome. Okay. So they they're they're putting together a tactical analysis of your facial expressions, the micro movements in your face, combined with probabilities. BBBC mathematical formulas are tra trailing off in their head. If it was a meme, it'd be that meme, and they have made a determination, probably the wrong one. Um, okay. And um, with that being said, the, that means the ones who are still free to move attempt to move through further. So anyone with a snail can't move. So anyone without a snail can move. So I'm going to do the first, the two new ones who are going to try and break through the layers. Uh, layer indigo is the restrain. Yeah. Okay. We have a new failure. Congratulations. Right. <laughs> and this one moves forward as well, trying to break in. And this one passes, which means he hits the violet wall, which means another saving throw for blind, except is he, he's already blind. Yeah, he's already blind, so it doesn't matter. So he'll make a, these two will make wisdom saving throws on the next round. I will mark them so I know which ones are which. Okay. Everyone's caught, either caught or have moved farther than they can. Okay, so we need anybody with snail to do another well, con. We're, we're not oh. quite there yet. So oh, this okay. one here succeeded and can move through. Now, he's moving through this round because he could have moved through the last round, but I failed to do it. So he's moved through the petrification layer. He's moved through the final layer, uh, and he now enters inside. And now that he's uh, gotten gotten inside, he speaks the following. Uh, kill time while I change things, but kill time, kill time. How can you kill time? <laughs> oh, great orator Stanley, you have put up a good fight, but I have made it through your layers of deception. Release him now to me. And with that. He is going to cast a spell on you since he's inside, targeting you. Uh, <laughs> so many spell lists. Um, 
he is going to cast. Uh, he would still have. Let me check if he still has the slot for it. Let's see if he lucked out here. Because some of the. Yeah, no, he still has that slot. So he is going to cast. Oh, shit. <laughs> My favorite. The old <laughs> oh, shit spell. Like, oh, oh, shit. That's a Nash spell if I ever heard one. Yep. All right, he's going to cast. Dis- Leak. It's uh, called Leak. And, uh... No, I'm just, yeah, I'm just like humming and hawing <laughs> because I have powerful spells, but at the same time, it's do yeah, it. Okay, I cat... dare you. I cast... dare you. He raises a finger towards you and it, uh, raises a whole hand towards you, and it glows white, hot, and it increases in heat and does, cast disintegrate it... at you. Oh, that looks similar to a spell I know that's dangerous, <laughs> so I cast counter spell. At the exact level for disintegrate, and we'll okay. just put an end to that. All right, so uh, six level right. counter spell shut oh, down. That's a complete shutdown. No saving throw for that if you yep. cast it at the right level, right? No, Stanley has done disintegrate. We've, He's not letting that not. happen. We're, we're starting to learn how counter spell works. You will save yourself from disintegration uh, with that. Um, let me just see here. Let's, uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm just double checking just to make sure we're going to hear. This is like, I think, the most complicated fight I've ever done with this prismatic lair in the history of all fights. It's like, eh. I almost didn't take this spell, Bo. Oh, it's been a lot of fun. I, I mean, almost took true polymorph. I'm enjoying myself. It's not the same. <laughs> uh, 10 plus the spell's level. Spell fails and has no effect. Casting a spell. Okay, perfect. All right, burn the spell slot. You have countered the spell, and um, he look. He, he, there's a look of frustration upon his face as he says, "Why do you resist? Surrender my son to me." All right, and um, that I think now we do the end of round checks for all these guys to see what happens with them on that lair. One of them's a new snail. But, so I think new. it's uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I think it was um, so, like five. That so this is versus something? petrified. So con versus con saving throw, and it's twenty one. Twenty one. They fail three times. They die. Okay, we got one failure. I will add another symbol, <laughs> just a random symbol to show to. Um, we got one pat. If they pass, what happens then? I think they stay. They have to get three in a row. Wait, hold on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have to get three three. times. Oh, jeez. Okay, I'll mark. I have another place to mark the success. I'll mark a success. All right, another one. Oh, they're in there forever. Oh, that's a critical fail. That's not going to do it. So we'll give them. I'm using a potion now for save two. This guy here. (laughs) So many icons. Yeah. All right. That's one. Okay. And um, this guy here. So we have two fails, two saves, three saves. But they're still their movement is still zero, so they can't go anywhere. This last snail is a failure. He gets the thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Perfect. That is the end of the giant turn of the principal. Hope you're up. Hope keeps going straight up. She's going to use her movement for 90, and then she's going to use a dash action for 90. So a total of 180. 
Okay, you fly into the, straight into the air. The principles continue to attack, having taken the mind game bait of Stanley. All right. And then she'll just keep From up waiting. here. So from up here, you can see the Fate 6 flying. It, its nose is pointed down. It's headed towards that area on a collision course down below, as well as Monsoon Cabbage also flying towards that direction. Vampire Knight, as you can see him barreling towards that area. Awesome. She will uh, hold and she'll turn to Nash and go, let me know when it's done and we'll get back down there. Okay. All right. All right. And then Nash, it's your turn. Remember, there's two rounds left. This is two round. After that, there'll be one more round remaining. Okay. And, they, and nobody can see me right now. No, you're fully invisible. Unless you drop some orange peel, vegetable peeling no, somewhere. No, no, no. They're all, they're all on me and secure. You um, buttoned up your pockets. My 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 nature pocket is a little airy right now because yeah, I took don't out roll the roll a one on anything. I know what to do if that happens. Whoops! I didn't mean <laughs> to draw that. I was <laughs> a little some vegetable peelings will land on a principal's head, and they'll go, "Oh." <laughs> well, I don't want to cause any. I don't want to. I will be seen if I cast anything, right? Um, I run the risk of it anyway. You won't be. I think with greater invisibility, you don't break invisibility by attacking, but. The principal is a smart opponent, and we'll put two and two together. Mostly. Yeah, he'll see the yeah. source of whatever I'm spewing. Yeah. So, um, I'm you not. You can make a stealth check if you want to try and keep yourself extra hidden. Actually, yeah, like I will hide do that. yourself. Plus, it's I just, still have you know. John. Do I still have your plus your D twelve? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let me do that. Can I do a stealth check with his? Sure. Yeah. Bonus roll thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here it comes. Uh, let me roll a thirteen plus a D twelve. Does he get advantage on that because he's invisible? No. No? He's still got it. Like, he can still make sound. When you're invisible, you can still make noise. So, really, he's protecting against other So, oopsies. that would be a 22, 1, something like that. Over 20. Yeah, you have plus 8 to stealth. So, well, that's, that's Stanley's. No, I have plus 1. So, I, I re- that's wrong, wrong sheet. Wrong sheet. It's a 23 <laughs> that you rolled. Yeah, 23 together. total. Oh wow, twenty-three. Okay, perfect. Well, there you go. You you're now like very still. You're holding as still as possible, not to make a sound, because even though you can't be seen, you could drop something or you could be heard. So now you're well protected against those uh, mistakes as well. That's probably the most stealth I've been in our entire campaign. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is great. Okay, okay. Perfect. So you are stealth fully. Um, now monsoon bolts down. Floats behind one of the principles that's stuck in the lair and begins immediately a savage attack. His large, half foot long claws get produced from his gloves. He's covered head to toe in midnight black armor. Um, the shoulder guards, a full, almost like motorcycle helmet looking thing. Like, looks like some ancient warrior Mad Max slash science fiction cyberpunk equipment that appears to protect him from sunlight, importantly through the day, as he, sta- he immediately starts shredding into the principal in front of him. He makes two attacks. They both connect, and he swipes <laughs> as he begins clawing off, cleaving pieces of chrome from one of the bodies. Um, and in addition, uh, well, no, he can't bite. He's got a helmet on. That's not going to happen. But he claws at the thing, uh, at the principal, cleaving away uh pieces of the metal and yelling as a a battle cry 
Um, after Monsoon uh, is there, we're now to the first round. And at the beginning of this turn, the Fate Six picking up speed and accelerating <laughs> crashes right into the prismatic sphere, <laughs> hitting everything inside the area. For those inside, all you see is wood and ghost flying everywhere. <laughs> as the plane itself crashes into all the principles surrounded standing in a circle. Um, I'm going to be rolling damage for these guys as they're as the principles standing within are hit with a tremendous, tremendous amount of bludgeoning damage. Man, look at that thing. All right. And they each take, um, so the ship is destroyed. The ship is destroyed into a million pieces. Sorry, Stanley. Um, it's okay. We found out it can come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, almost like a giant wood missile. Uh, hits all of them. I'm just marking additional damage onto them. Just be a quick second. Giant wood missile was my porn name in the 70s. <laughs> it was a good gig for a while. But well done. Well done. Yeah. Well, well done. I can't, I can't give you inspiration for that. But well done. It's all right. I already have it, and I never use it. I don't know why. All I'm right. Just here. As you blow away, as it blows all the principles, um, like it scatters them and scatters pieces of wood everywhere. Oh, I think I forgot about one of the principles who's just standing up here. Oh, no. <laughs> Some of them weren't quite ready for combat. He was Some off of the them... map. Yeah, I didn't see them. <laughs> Some of them just got dropped. All right. And... and Monsoon has dodged this knowing, anticipating what it would become. He's flying up in the air above the circle. The only principle that hasn't moved is the one that's inside the sphere with Varel and Stanley. Um, and that brings us to Stanley, your turn. So the, the Fate Six has crashed into the ground, crashed into the circle, has not penetrated it. There's a giant pile of wood and detritus and, and wreckage from the, the Fate Six breaking into a billion pieces, smashing upon the earth. The principles have all gone flying, except for the one in front of you inside the dome, who's just cast Disintegrate at you that you counterspell. Your turn. Stanley's going to look at him and say... You've already lost, and yet you still stand here with total confidence, just watching each failure rack up. What's that like, I wonder? And Stanley is going to cast Wish. Wish! Can you cast that as an action? Yeah. Absolutely you can cast that as an action. In fact, I'm going to use it for its intended purpose. Is that the one you and just chose? I'm going chose? to use Wish to cast the spell Simulacrum. And a naked copy of Stan Stanley forms right next to him. Gross. I guess you're not the only one that can bring buddies to a fight. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so Stanley, uh, uh, again, with the long text spells here. We have to. I didn't. Okay, I didn't anticipate this. Uh, the basic use of the spell is to duplicate any other spell of the eighth level or lower. You don't need to meet any requirements in that spell, including costly components. The spell simply takes effect. So that's what you're choosing, right? None of these yes. other options. I don't need any materials. I don't need anything. Nope, it's it just, just happens. Um, now there might be a drawback. Uh, in previous versions of this, there were drawbacks. There is, spell. if I decide to go outside of the confines of the spell, you might be able to. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I could have been like, "Hey, I want you to kill all the copies of the principal." 
that is a risk because there are drawbacks to it. The test of casting a spell to produce any effect other than duplicating another spell weakens you. Oh, so if you, as long as you adhere to the spell strictly, no, no, no negative effects, Correct. including possible death or possibly changing the world in an insane way. Okay, so the full power of the Silele Prime of the Archfey Council and the Elhandari grant you incredible magical power uh, where this source of energy comes from tap taking the long rest in a can your growth accelerates into a powerful magical force that surprises even you as you utter your wish to wish sorry which spell was it simulacrum simulac to wish the spell simulacrum all right, now we got to cover another. How, how complicated <laughs> is this one? You shape an illusory duplicate of one beast or humanoid that is within range for the entire casting time of the spell. It's it's instant. There's no it falls as part of the wish. The duplicate is a creature partially real and formed from ice or snow. It can take actions and otherwise be affected as a normal creature. It appears to be the same as the original, but has half the creature's hit point maximum and is formed without any equipment. Otherwise, the illusion uses all the statistics of the creature it duplicates, except that it is a construct. The simulacrum is friendly to you and creatures you designate. It obeys your spoken commands, moving and acting in accordance with your wishes and acting on your turn in combat. The simulacrum lacks the ability to learn or become more powerful, so it never increases its level or other abilities, nor can it regain expended spell slots. If oh. the simulacrum is damaged, you can repair it. And then just a bunch of stuff on how to repair it. And okay. that when it and dies, then... it turns into snow. You can only have one copy. All right. Um, yeah, and you don't need any of it, the VSM components. So Yeah. And what are you copying? Myself, of course. All right. So you make a copy of Stanley in front of <laughs> Pharrell. You just see <laughs> instantaneously uh, a copy of Stanley. Like, is it a copy? Stanley appears in front of you, and you check above and see that you're still holding him. And I don't know how this affects you. <laughs> this is... This is happening. Uh, okay. And so it also retains your personality. Like it's its own copy of you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It, it appears in front of you. Stanley Billings and all of its glory looking exactly <laughs> like you appears in front of the principal. And uh, we'll have to roll an initiative for its to add it to the turn order. No, it's on uh, it's on my turn. It acts Is it? on my turn. Yeah. It acts on your turn. But I would assume that it would be next Because turn. you command it, right? Right. So I wouldn't assume it can do anything right out of the gate. I would assume that next turn is when this would happen. And it he's on your, it doesn't it doesn't act independently? Okay. No. He's All his right. wiener's out. He's he's wiener's out, right? He's he's naked. Uh, yes, he he's doesn't naked. have any of the Oh, it's formed without any equipment. So it's a naked copy of yourself. Yeah. A naked copy of Stanley Billings appears before <laughs> you. This tiny little elf butt uh, that you can see, Varel. <laughs> I like I like seeing high. this from Varel's perspective because you know <laughs> so I can I just can't imagine how mind blowing this would be for the lizard folk hero. Um, okay, so you've now created a copy of yourself. Naked without equipment, standing in front of the principal who's inside the prismatic wall. That's it? That's, <laughs> that's, a, whole, okay. that's a whole action. Can he do anything, though? Can you use well, this Well, that's, right that's your judgment, 
on if well, that's why I was act. That's why I was asking if the simulacrum was on your turn or not. It is. No. So the spell does say it acts on your turn and does, you know, what you tell it to, but... Does it say that? Yeah. It's on... Here, I'll tell you. Uh, simulacrum... Acting on your turn. Okay. Yeah, acting on your turn. So... Um. I would I would assume next turn, but it's up so to you. So it, it gets its full complement of action and bonus. Like it, it's a yeah. it's a distinct creature, so you can you don't yeah. need to expend anything. You, you would you give it some quick commands, but it would it act has on spell its own. slots just like me. In fact, it has the exact yeah. same so, spell slots. As so me. I'm gonna so move him. Do 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 his turn. I'm gonna Stanley simulacrum. Okay. You are you are now you. so now you're gonna you're now a freshly born copy. Yeah. Of yourself, I got you a question do. for you, Bo. Yeah, this is the this is the finale, ish. This isn't the last episode, but this is we're end game here. I can't answer questions like that. I know, but we're we're close. I wouldn't do uh, this to you if we weren't. Is what I'm saying. Okay, what are we doing? What if the simulacrum cast wish to cast the spell simulacrum i believe it's copied <laughs> with your current allotment of spell slots so do you have a spell slot like it no. would have your current copy so yes you can't okay you can't it, yes it could cast wish if it had the spell slot but it cannot because it does not have the spell slot okay so it is a copy of me in this exact moment yes all right well then it's just going to cast disintegrate at eighth level <laughs> <laughs> To, to be clear, I really wish we could do this because I like where your mind is heading to make an army of Stanleys, but... Um, I just figure an army of Stanleys fight an army of princes. But I think it, it says right. it makes a copy of you at the time of... Would it have any open slots if he's a copy? If, if, if Stanley has open slots... And it's a copy. He would also have open slots. Just it can't. So it's important that it says here it can't. Nor can it regain expended sl spell slots. So well, yeah, you, but that's its expended spell slots. But it's a copy. So I would think that you're taking a snapshot of yourself at that current time. So it can't regain. This might. This seems to be worded in such a way as to prevent that abuse. Is what I'm saying. But we can look it up on. Uh, you know, I don't want I, I, this whole episode is being held up by my spells. If you if you vote no, I say we disintegrate. Uh, if you, you know, vote yes, then we make a bunch of Stanleys. Yes. Uh, no, I think it's at the time to cast. Is there anyone to check? Take the the temperature of chat room. If there's anyone in there, sometimes they yell out things when we're doing. Someone stuff. put a um, link up. Let's see what this is. Um, somebody's tried it. Of course. If I cast Simulacrum on myself, will Simulacrum still have the spell slot used to cast the spell? Um, let's see. The answer is, uh, the spell, let's see. The simulacrum is created with the same spell slots that you have at the time of the, the spell the is spell cast. spell slot that Here. was used to cast I a, simulacrum. I have a Reddit, th Reddit thread. Simulacrum casting simulacrum. You can only cast that at top level, right? Which is your whole point. Yeah, well, it was Wish. I didn't cast it via... Oh, 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 right, right. But still, you'd have to expend the same... What's the slot. spell slot? Oh, no, you don't know Simulacrum. You'd have to cast Wish again. Yeah. It's seventh level, but it doesn't matter because it was cast via Wish. Yeah. Yeah. So the question is, does it reach that we want to know? Does it recharge full spell slots? It has a copy of the slots you had when casting it. 
yeah. when completing the cast. And then a sing a singer lacrum can cast singer lacrum if it has the spell available and you have the required necessary components. But you yeah. yourself can't cast another. The only reason you got away with that is because Wish makes it so that you don't have to have the, the components. Right. So but it if... would have to be, the copy would have to be able to cast Wish, not Simulacrum. Right. And Wish is ninth level spell slot for sure. You've only got mm -hmm. one of those. So yes. I think it cop. I would rule that it copies your spell slot configuration at time of casting. Correct. Like okay. after you cast a spell. Okay. Which means that slot is burned. Yeah, yeah. You have the one. Yeah. But I love the idea. I love the energy. I'm I'm very sad we can't make this happen. You're real now you could modify your wish and suffer no. the consequences. No. You could cast no. simulacrum with the added effect that it replenishes the spell slot. Why not? Why not? Let's 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 just talk about this for a second here. <laughs> I want this to happen, so let's talk about I it. I love drawbacks. <laughs> The stress of casting a spell proves any other effect weakens you. After enduring that stress, each time you cast a spell until you finish a long rest, you take 1d10 necrotic damage, and it can't be reduced or prevented. Your strength drops to 3 uh, for 2d4 days, and for each of those days that you spend resting and doing nothing, your remaining recovery time decreases by 2 days. There's a 33% chance that you're unable to cast Wish ever again if you suffer this stress. Good it with just one extra Stanley. It's fine. It is the final episode. I, I'll use your own words against you. Not oh, the final, man, but we know we're, we're bringing it to a resolution. He's bringing the same lawyer argument to me. You're not going to get a chance I... to do this again. Do you want to do it the tame way, or do you want to do it the ball full? The, just, full uh... Go balls out, because like, your character's got his balls out. Go balls out. So wait, what are, what are my odds here? Because a lot of it's GM voting, right? You might be able to achieve something beyond the scope of the above example. State your wish to the GM as precisely as possible. The GM has great latitude in ruling what occurs on such instance. Uh, the greater the wish, the greater the likelihood that something goes wrong. The spell might simply fail. The effect you desire might only be partly achieved. You might suffer some unforeseen consequences as a result of how you worded the wish. <laughs> uh, you've given me my dream. So listen, let, let me just say this. If you're going to modify the spell, I would think maybe you would probably want to do something different if you're going to take on that opportunity cost. I think your whole point of doing this was not to take on that cost and have the spell to cast again later for whatever reason, right? So you know what I mean? Like if you're going to modify the spell, you're going to do something way yeah, more fantastic you're right. than what We're you're doing. We're here. I've already sacrificed some of my life. Like, you know, go big or go home. Yeah, a, you know what? A, We're going to do it as a wish that simulacrum. All right, now this is what you have to word carefully because okay, I'm right. going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Stanley's wish. He wishes to be able to cast the spell simulacrum, mm -hmm. but instead of creating a copy of Stanley as he is right now, I would like to create a copy of Stanley post long rest. Copy of Stanley post long rest. We'll be sure to take that meaning as having recently benefited from a long rest. Yeah. 
from a long rest. Okay. All right. Um, so now you take the wish and you take the extra thing. So blah, 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 blah. The stress of cat produce effect. So now you're going to immediately take 1d10 necrotic damage. You, t you take 1d10 oh. per uh, level each time of that you, spell. Each time you cast a spell until you finish a long rest, you take 1d10 necrotic damage per level of that spell. So you take 9d10 necrotic damage until you long rest. So no more spells for you unless you want to take up to 90 points of damage. Um... It can't be reduced or prevented. Your strength is now three. Oh, great. Well, I'm on Varel's shoulders. This seems pretty good. You'll be fine. You're, you're being looked after. Though. 2d4 days. So let's roll those 2d4. Could be a lot worse. Seven days. For seven days. You got a week. For each of those days you spend resting and doing nothing, your remaining recovery time decreases by two days. If you do nothing in a day, you get bonus. So you get to do it faster. Now there's a 33% chance you're unable to cast Wish ever again if you suffer the stress. Do you want to find that out now, or do you want to do that later? Find that out later. That'll be uh, that'll right. be a dramatic reveal later. Let's. Uh, I've taken enough time. I'm becoming increasingly aware of how much time I'm taking on this. 33% chance Wish never cast again. So I don't. There we go. There it is. All right. I made a note. Um, all right. So now the simulacrum that appears before you has full HP. It's still halved. It still has you said benefit of a long rest. So right. it has um, can, I, can a simulacrum benefit from a long rest? <laughs> it did uh, nothing! No, it's just kidding. A, um, it's a construct. Technically. Uh, no. Oh. But I did say Stanley as a... I took it to mean that it would have the spell. I mean, you, we might have worded right. this just that it has the ninth level spell slot. Okay, that so now we have that in place. You slump over in Varel's hands, and there's a copy of Stanley before you. What do you wish to do? As the copy? Uh, he he's gonna cast Wish and continue to create copies in the same manner. Yes. Well, hold on, because if he does it in the same manner, he's gonna. We're just gonna have a bunch of weak ass, tired Stanleys. That's right. Shit really down a rabbit <laughs> hole with this one <laughs> that's right that's right uh i mean so there would be a lot of them <laughs> but if they cast anything they'd explode yeah they would still be able to cast spells but they would deal 90 10 necrotic damage to themselves but there'd be a lot of them. What about physical stuff? Could they be formidable as a Like, they of... don't have to live forever. We're not creating this army to last the test of time. So we need... We, so the, here's the thing. Because we've created an unbreakable, an infinite loop, because you're going to get, for each of the new simulacrums that appear, you're going to get to make a decision about what they do. In theory, you can... You can... I have to make a ruling on what they do, and they all do it. This could destroy the very fabric of reality itself. So choose wisely. We're not going to, because 
I'm not going to make a thousand decisions. You could potentially make up to a thousand different Stanleys with this and have a thousand decision points. And we have about five more weeks of there will be dungeons just deciding what happens to the infant. <laughs> you decide to stop. So you're going to have to decide your, your decision here. You have to make a decision about what they do. And that potentially has universe bending consequences at this juncture. Okay. just beginning to see that I don't need an army of Stanleys. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you don't Especially need to do well, You can say they make a hundred copies and the last one stops. Like, give me an, give me an instruction. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that. We will make a hundred copies of Stanley. The last one, instead of wish, cast disintegrate on this principle. But each one okay. would have half the hit points of the previous one, right? So yeah, eventually we're getting to some one HP Stanleys for sure. Oh, they're halved. Oh, good call. That's exponential, right? So yeah, if that's true, then you do so one. The you... first one would have eighty. Yeah, the, qual- the second good call. one would have yeah. forty. Yeah. Yeah, twenty, right, so... ten, five, okay. nothing. Yeah, well, so 80, one. 40, they would have yeah. one. Well, they would have one. Minion Stanley. Well, you'd have two point five. Then you'd have whatever half of that is. Yeah, I would. I would rule that they'd have one hit point. Yeah. So basically, um, <laughs> the first six would have more than one hit point. You'd have eighty, forty, twenty, ten, five, three. Okay, so the first six and the remaining ninety-four have one hit point. Glass cannons, right? Glass cannons. Yeah. Okay, so I've said it. We're doing it. I don't care how bad of an idea it seems at this juncture. I've locked (laughs) us in for too long. Sure. I've set it up too much. I got to stick with it. So here's the thing. Um, You are making 100 copies. And they they all cast Wish as they appear. They keep casting Wish and you see Stanley's pop up, pop, 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 as they cast the same Wish and fill up. We need to get a measurement of how much room is inside this dome. Because spells cannot move outside of the area. So you cannot make your simulacrum appear outside of the dome. Well, yeah, but I can command them. So the one once we fill up the dome, one can step outside of it and keep casting. Okay. All They've right. got our full my full regiment of abilities. They can move. They can even move before they cast it. So they can all start spreading out full movement every time they get made before they cast the spell. I'll allow it. All right. Four. Five. All right. I just I gotta make it. All right. So uh, the last one's gonna cast disintegrate. Yeah. He'll stay in the bubble so he can cast it. He'll wander in. Okay, I've got map work to do, so just be a second. This is so many Stanleys. Like Nash got to have his double fun. Yeah, you should too. The print the principle got to be a lot of principles. If there's one lesson I've learned from this campaign. And Bo's DMing. It's the more the merrier. <laughs> if there's one takeaway from all of that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> I see it. All these sessions. The more characters, the better. Yep. Longest round in the history of D&D, though. Oh, my God. Actually, it's probably not true, but... All right. Oh, no, I did it wrong. All right, sucks if I paste them. I'm just trying to get... I'm losing control. So that should be 20, 40, 60, 80... More. All right, 20, 40, 60, 80, 100. And then the last one wanders into the dome and casts Disintegrate. Right, so you, you probably want them all in the vicinity, though, right? Like, if they can be in, or are they gonna, all going to be outside? Remember, um, they suffer the effects. You haven't declared them as safe. So they get stuck on, they get, they're going to get stuck on Well, the, they're a copy of me. They're They're allowed in and out. Yeah, they have their own unique ID, so no, they aren't. They aren't All right, declared. well, magically speaking, I've declared them allowed in and out. Uh, let's see here. I don't know. We'll have to see if you can update that or not. Uh, you and creatures you designated at the time you cast the spell. So you have to designate at the time of spell casting. Hmm. Can I remove my own magical effect? Uh, you are not concentrating on it, so I don't think so. You've conjured it, and it exists. Well, then I wouldn't be able to physically cast the spell because they wouldn't be able to get out of the dome. So I would have to squirm off of Varel's shoulders and cast it from outside. Yeah, but uh, we, didn't do, we didn't do that. The spell is cast. The effects are happening. I'm resolving them. So uh, they, what ends up happening is all the creatures end up getting stuck and the dome fills up full of... Uh, now they can pass through if they pass the saves. Uh, let me see if you can drop this spell or not. But it's not a concentration spell, so it wouldn't be taken away. Um, so can prismatic can prismatic wall be canceled? Caster, uh, caster, stop prismatic wall. Well, you might be able to to drop the wall, but if it's conjured and permanent, then no, it's there for the duration. The wall remains in place for the duration. Yeah, you cannot, you you, you cannot bring the wall down by simply willing it to become down. Okay. So, um, yeah, so basically the, the entire area is like the entire dome. So I can fit on one layer, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. These guys are out, so I'm going to move away. 
We'll put two more in there. Yeah, I don't oh, think the swords are there five. either. Five. No, 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 no. That so sword's six, been 12. hanging out in our map for a while. I love it. Just floating out 13, there. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. Um, now I'll say 32 times 6 is we can probably fit 64 in if they're stacked on top of each other. How high is the wall in sphere form? Uh, 90 feet, 30 feet high off a wall, a sphere up to 30 feet in diameter. Okay, so I think you can fit 100 people in there all stacked on top of each other. <laughs> oh, it would be God. half sphere because it's half on the ground, so it's 15 feet because of the way you've done it. But 15 feet, you know, if you're six feet tall, it's at least three, and everyone's going to fall on top of each other. So nobody's going to die. Nobody's going to be pushed into the wall. But there's now a giant pile of 100 Stanleys inside the dome sphere. They're all collapsed and have fallen on each other in a great pile because it just can't exist that way. Um, Varel, I need you to make a strength saving throw or be pulled asunder underneath this pile of Stanleys that Stanley has conjured. Okay. Pulled asunder? Like, you know, Battle of the Bastards? Nat 20, okay. You know, like Jon <laughs> Snow in the Battle of the Bastards when he gets crushed under that pile of people, right? Sure. Fall, yeah. So you, it doesn't affect you. You stand tall with Stanley above you, and all the Stanleys fall into a pile. But the last one who stands on top and casts Disintegrate, let's resolve Disintegrate. <sighs> I'm so tired from the spell. Uh, all right. It's a saving throw? Uh, yes, it is. Dex 21, I believe. Okay. Yes. And this my, my guy is completely free, and he fails the saving throw. All right, we will cast that at the uh, sixth level, the base level for it. Um, it's uh, he failed it. Yes, so, so I, that's I imagine eighty-eight takes damage. eighty-eight points of force damage. All right, the last one fires out and carves a giant hole into his chest as it fires through and hits the wall behind him and doesn't pass through. Uh, all right. Well, eighty-eight points I, of force damage. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's I guess that's it for the hundred Stanleys. Okay. Well, you know they'll have another round, and we'll see what happens after that. Uh, Varel, you're up. Do you do you remember in a sea of Stanleys <laughs> stuck in a bubble of Stanleys? Yes. Um, can I? Is Principal still going? Yes. Yeah. He has a giant hole through his corpse, like where the where the uh, disintegrate has blown through him. Am I able to attack him, or would I have to fight the Stanleys to do so? Uh, it's difficult terrain, but you are pretty close to him. So, but yeah, difficult terrain requires half double your movement for each square you move. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just right in front of him. I'll, I'm just gonna hit him with Chrome's Bane. Okay. Without my sword, and stab this guy. A net 20. Oh, nice. damn. Excellent. Turns okay. out having a bunch of Stanleys around you really riles Varela. Yeah, that's a 32 without the natties, but allow me to. Yeah, that's definitely a hit. Critical rise this damage. All right, then I need to do one more since I'm barbarian and doesn't know that on D&D &D beyond 
So 17 points of damage, magical slashing. Okay, 17. I'll mark it down for magical slashing. Continue. Second attack. A 20... 30. 30 total. That is also a hit. Ten points. Ten points of magical damage towards him. Uh, you slice both of his arms from his body as you make big... As his arms come filing off and piling into the Stanleys below. Sweet. Uh, he's still going, but severely damaged. That's all I got. Okay. And it is now his turn. And he makes his attempt again. As, as, as he does not have any arms and he does not have anything else, he is going to uh, attempt to see what I can cast. <laughs> if it's even possible. Um Ooh, shit. Okay. Uh, hmm. So I guess you can't teleport out of the sphere if spells can't pass through. No, it even specifically says, says teleportation. That. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. So now that you've filled up the this, this place with Stanley's, it's quite evident that Nash is no longer with inside this uh, inside this place to him. Um, he's going to, he, he yells out the, fo the following. No! It's so sing-songy. Yeah, that's what he yells out no. as he attempts to, uh, as he attempts to turn around and run outside of the sphere knowing that Nash is no longer inside. He's going to suffer the effects of the indigo. Well, oh, wait, uh, I... all the Stanleys would like to take an opportunity attack. Hmm, would they now? Uh, they're falling all over each other. This is It's too hard for them to make an attack, given that they're in a pile. Maybe the one could make an opportunity attack with his fists. Like, they can't well, hurt him if they're naked, unless you have a... Yeah, I do. I have, uh, uh, what is it? What's the feet? Where it be? Uh, Warcaster, I can cast the spell for a reaction. Oh, shit. Uh, for an attack of opportunity. So if he's going to run, if he's going to run out, all of them are going to be casting Eldritch Blast as a reaction. Okay. He moves to run out and they cast their Eldritch Blast upon him. Let's do the first one. <laughs> okay, just the first. <laughs> just the first one. I don't. I don't need a hundred rolls. We're gonna. Yeah. Thirty-two to hit. Give me your damage. Oh, okay. Uh, nine force damage. Okay. Let's see his health pool. Okay. So at simultaneously, all of the uh, Stanleys uh, reach out and cast Eldritch Blast upon the principal, that, that copy of the principal, um, melting him in place. <laughs> now he melts on top of his hot body on top of some of the Stanleys, and some of them scream out in pain. Give me a scream. <laughs> Discord set to cut him. Discord cut your yell yep. out for some oh, reason. Because yeah. it, ah. it knew. Because it knew. There you go. Ah. Yeah. ah. All right, as, and they, they melt on some of the copies of the Stanleys. Uh, you have uh, 
lost uh, six of them because they only have one HP. And they, they <laughs> melt completely as the hot chrome covers them. They turn the into snow. <laughs> Something we never see here. They turn into snow. Oh, Yeah, it's nice. Okay, perfect. And then the, the other ones are now beneath the rubble of the ships and you start to see hands come out from the pile of ships as they get out from the detritus and start making their way standing back up um hope it is your turn uh hope holds okay. oh you know safe. what a lot of stanley's disappeared because casting that would have caused necrotic damage on oh every that's right stanley we totally that forgot that's right oh my god you're right so this minimum nine points of damage so every stanley but well, Every, you, you nine have was four just left. the first bolt. Each one fired four bolts. Sure, but what I'm trying to say is we don't have to roll anything because yeah. it's at minimum nine points of damage. So yeah. anyone with five health or lower dies. Okay, so they all cast Eldritch Blast and die, and there's a giant pile of corpses melting and smoking uh, in, in the Stanley corpse soup at your feet. They'd just uh, be the ones that were directly in front of him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're gone. Okay. Well, you said they all shot Delgis Blast. Well, though. anybody that was getting a reaction, they would he would still have to confer the opportunity attack. So if they were too far away, they don't get to take an opportunity attack. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Oh, you are right about that. Oh my god, this is this is a lot of work. Uh, okay, so that would be. No, that was me. One, two, three, four. Five, <laughs> six. That one was me. How do you know? How do you know? Because I know which one is me. I know which one's the real Stanley. <laughs> you don't know that. He's fine. You're the one on Varel's shoulders. Okay? Yeah, okay. So yeah, that means seven good. seven of them died because of the opportunity attack. All right. Yeah. And then four more four more melted. Alright, so that leaves you with John made an NFT of the one he knows is his. So <laughs> Yeah, I did. It's proof of ownership. Yeah, those pixels. The real Stanley. Right, exact you have eighty nine clones remaining. Okay. All right. Um Yes, uh, yeah, okay, Hope, back to you. Cool, she's just holding Nash up top, not letting go and not moving. All right, and uh, yeah, if you want to let the turn expire, then that's fair enough. We are at the we are at the last round. This is, this was, was this, no, this wasn't the final, it is the final yeah, this round. Is the, this is, this is, is the final round. All right, Nash, last turn of the final round, and finally your spell resolves. Is there any flourish you want to do as the spell ends? You are invisible, so no one's going to see anything. So the spell ends, the Tarrasque <laughs> is gone. No Tarrasque, right? Done. That's it. After this turn is over, you have successfully burnt 10 turns, and the, the World Breaker is banished permanently. Okay. Because one more turn. Yeah. If there's anything you want to do. <laughs> so the one we got one standing Guess uh, the concentration spell brings it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would suck so bad. I don't want to F anything up. Um I know. The Stanley came pretty close. Yeah. Playing with fire here. <laughs> so we got one principal standing? And he's in the. Uh, there's a, there's ten more in the rubble of the ship coming out of the ship rubble. Oh, okay, okay. But we're about 270 feet up in the air, so. Man, I don't know you, you need a anything. spell range of 270 feet or more. I don't anything. really have it. I, I mean, think you I should a, do nothing. But I I'm have a 300. Trying. I have a 300 foot range thing for something, but I'm not going to use it. Uh, I, I'll, I, I'm I'd, good. I'm good. I'm going to just. Uh, I'm going to like sigh relief, 
no longer care about holding my breath to stay still. Like I'll just be like, ah, oh, we did it. The thing's gone. That's the entirety right. of my turn. All right. And with that, the uh, the the concentration dissipates. The banishment is permanent. You feel uh, within your veins that the creature has permanently been removed as a threat from your home planet. Nice. And your body relaxes. You might want to tell the rest of the party. I'll say, well, Hope's right there. I'll say, that's it. I did it. I did it. I did it! I'll yell. Ness, you did it! I did it! And then she'll, like, shake you a little bit and almost throw you (laughs) off accidentally in excitement. Yep, and I'll kick in my... So I don't fall. Right, and with that, the principals that are walking from the rubble of the crashed Fate 6 and the principal inside falls to his... All the copies fall to his knees. And he goes... uh, Hang on. No! What have you done? We're killing T-Pain. This is amazing. One, one by one, the one by one, the 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 principal bodies begin melting down, breaking down, and falling into the dirt. As they begin falling, except for the one inside, as he crumbles down below the Stanleys that are around there, he says more words. You have consigned this world to its continued fate as slaves for the deities to play with. I... And now the final price will be paid. I can no longer stop what is to come, Nash. You have this world. <laughs> Curse you. And with that um, final curse, the body of the principal, you know, becomes lifeless. The eyes shut down. It slams down on top of several Stanleys. And those Stanleys die from the from the fall of the weight uh, as they get knocked unconscious, and you lose five more Stanleys. And with that, the 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 bodies um, go to the ground. But at, at the moment that this happens, a rift in time and space opens up before you, and. As this rift reveals large, large red and black doors scrawled with infernal writings upon the border of the door and upon the doors themselves. And then the doors crack open and make a large metallic sound. You can't see inside the portal as it's with red and black swirls licked with flames across the base and across the sides of the door in a robed goat man steps through it's large goatee like a you know one of these and then large goatee 
and jewelry hanging from it and ornate necklaces upon upon it. He steps through and looks upon the wreckage that is before him and his eyes glow and his, his gnarled hand reaches out with long claws and he begins mm, drawing forth soul energy from the bodies of the principles and he says finally the bill has come due I thank the heroes for their help with this you have proven to be most resourceful now his soul belongs to me and he collects the soul in his hand, and as the energy dissipates, he brings a hand up and holds it out, and a large sphere of purple energy and, and sort of sickly green swirls around, and then he takes his hand and clutches it, and with the clutch, the soul is gone. And for a moment, this creature's eyes flash red. Now, this being looks vaguely familiar, given that he's emerged from the door, uh, from an infernal door, his features bear a striking resemblance to Brent, who you met uh, in the realm of hells. Except he doesn't appear to be in his Brent form. He appears to be in his maybe natural form as he collects the souls from the various corpses of the principal. And he looks to you all and says... You are all heroes. Congratulations on your victory against the Weir and all its corruptions. Yes, even you up there, Hope. It's been a pleasure doing business with you all. He waits for a moment to see if you have anything to say. Stanley's just kind of slumped over, not saying a lot. Hope's bringing the surfboard down with Nash, really pumped. Uh, Nash would be unsure with this. He wouldn't know that this was Brent, and he would go, Check it out, a goat man. <laughs> it would say, <laughs> say oh, There's a goat, there's a goat man. We have to fight the goat man. There will be no battling today. We're all victors here. A good soul is like aged wine, and this one has aged beautifully. He will make a fine addition to my collection. I have other matters. This planet used to be of great interest to me, but it has been wrung for all it's worth. Go! and replenish it so that one day I may return and reap again. Return to your civilizations as heroes. You have met the devil himself and lived to tell the tale. Few mortals get to say this. You have defeated the Weir. You have defeated your own corrupted fathers. I leave you to your world and your struggle. 
Should you ever require anything of me, you know how to find me. And with that, he turns around and begins exiting to walk through the door, the principal's soul in hand. If there isn't another word or action, he walks through, the portal disappears, and the doors close, and the portal dissipates into nothingness. The principal, it seems, is vanquished. What does that mean for the planet and our heroes? We'll find out next week on There Will Be Dungeons. Oh, man. Did y'all hear that? Next week. Yeah, All well. right. Well, there you have it. <laughs> if it happens. <laughs> As we, we, sift, uh, we sift through all these dead freaking Stanleys. Uh, we'll find our way out. I guess they're not really corpses. They're mostly goo now, right? Yeah, they dissipate into snow, actually, it says in the spell thing. Oh. So it's not really a bloody carcass. It's more of a, you know, like earth. snow. Yeah, like a puddle of water. Is there any of it floating in the air? No. Oh, dang it. Nash would go. He put his tongue out like. Nash wants air ice Stanley. He just wants to go ah and like get one on his tongue. You know, little Stanley. Congratulations to the party! You have defeated the uh, uber villain of the campaign. Yes. And next week we will celebrate the victory. Uh, Next week we'll celebrate the victory. Did we? Did we? The rest of us level, or was that only if we did the uh, can? Yes, you can take your level. Yes. Nice. Level eighteen, baby. All right, that'll be next week. Uh, y'all should be here for that. Things are coming to a uh, a, a point uh, soon, sooner than you think. So be here with us and see what you think when you get there. All right, that'll be next week here at There Will Be Dungeons. Our website is therewillbedungeons.com, and uh, we'd love you to go over there and check that place out. If you have any questions or thoughts or feelings, our email address and contact forms are all right there. That is going to do it for us. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.